Are we ready to go? Do we have anything else to discuss? We'll figure it out. Companies that need to stay in their lane. Yeah. The the tickler file. I put it on the list. Stay in your lane, fridge companies. (laughs) I don't want a fridge that can take my fingerprints. (laughs) Show me TikTok videos. It doesn't need to be online. Yeah, my dad's, you can like, I don't know why you need this. Push a button and it shows you a shot of what's yeah, in the fridge. Oh, <laughs> too much. Like to know like what you should get. Oh, do I have milk? And you, you can knock on it. Fridge. You you knock on the door and it like, bing dong, and then it will just do it. And I'm like, why? I'm not knocking on any, fu- It's I own no. you. Like, I'm not <laughs> knocking on you. <laughs> As the wise Samantha Jones says on a season three episode of Sex in the City, I'm a trisexual. I'll try anything once. But sometimes once is enough. From the Middle Age Mama Studios in Austin, Texas, I'm Hillary Livingston Butler, and this show has everything. Today we're talking about all those things we've tried that didn't quite stick. Here with me to discuss the stuff we've given up, I have a full complement of hosts from the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota. It's Ann Lundholm. Hi, Ann. Hi, Hillary. One of my childhood best friends was named Samantha Jones, and it's very <laughs> disconcerting to me to hear that. Well, I was quoting her. I mean, I don't know. Oh, I okay. just know her really well. <laughs> That's weird. Um, from the Crow's Nest Studios in Albany, New York, it's Bobby Pape. Hi, Bobby. Hi there. One of my childhood friends was named Mr. Big. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. <Wow>. Big Wheel. <laughs> uh, from Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan, it's Meredith Van Havharn. Hi. I don't know anything about Sex and the City. That's okay. That's all right. That's <laughs> and finally, from No Name Studios, and I know she knows a lot about Sex and the City, it's Christy Wise. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, as usual, we'll do some small talk, mailbag, medium talk, she recommends, and how you can get involved with the show. And with that, um, Christy, you want to take us into some small talk? Sure. We have a lot today. I know so we I do. Guess it's small-ish yeah. talk. Okay, I'm going to pick first is Anne. You have a story. <laughs> Please read what I put down on the run sheet, Christy. Anne got the... Old boob smasheroonie. <laughs> Squisheroonie. <laughs> and got the old boob squisheroonie. Uh, so it is well established on this show that we like conversations about mammograms mm-hmm. and also that we have very young boobs. If you all recall, all of yes, us. Yes, totally. That was the conclusion we came to. Uh, in a previous episode, but was I it, off that week? I think you yeah. were off yes. that week, but your boobs but are you, young. You're too. included. Yeah, yeah. you, do, Bobby. Too. Your boobs are so young. If you're, yeah. you have the youngest mm-hmm. boobs of all. The of youngest, us. I really do. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I try to keep myself uh, firm and tight. <laughs> we appreciate that, and they're spectacularly real. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> anyway, I went for my mammogram today, and uh, it doesn't have to be a long conversation. But the last time we talked about 
mammograms, and Hillary and Christie have both had some kind of scary um, experiences with, you know, not being told what's going on and getting scared with their mammograms. And Meredith is too young to have a, mar- a mammogram, but not for long. Not for long. <laughs> but the last time I went, I went to the mobile truck for the mammogram because mm. it was my first one. And I was on the phone with the scheduler and she's like, uh, and where would you like to go for it? And I was like, I don't know. What are my options? And she was like, oh, well, you could go to Fridley. You could go to Wiper Lake. You could go to Maple Grove. You could go to Woodbury. You could go. To... And I was like, uh, 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 Columbia Heights. You said Columbia Heights. And then we got all the way through the scheduling process. And she was like, and that is the mobile truck. And I was like, <laughs> um, okay. I mean, f- fine. It's fine. TM probably I would have preferred to go to a building. I like I don't have any need to go to a mobile truck. But fine. And this sounds like when they list all the salad dressings. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what's the what's the middle one again? Mm-hmm. Like I I don't know Thousand Island. The, the walnut vinaigrette. Oh, okay. Shit. Um. So anyway, I went to the mobile one last time and it was fine. It was totally fine. Not a big deal at all. But this time I thought. You know what? Now that I know the deal and I'm making this appointment online, I'm going to go to the Women's Health Center in Edina, which is the old money suburb. And I'm like, if anywhere is going to have a nice boobaroonie squishing place, it's going to be the Women's Health Center in Edina. And I got to tell you. I think I take the mobile truck again. Really? Yeah. It wasn't. An, it wasn't any mm. spa. Hillary, you were talking about like they give you champagne or whatever, whatever. whatever. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> but yes, it just was like very a nice. regular doctor's office yeah. that was, you know, just women coming in for women's issues, and there was, you know, whatever. And the machine was slightly different. I mean, I they were both 3D machines, but. You know, I like the mobile one better. Well, listen, you live, you learn, you know? I know. So if they gave you champagne. I mean, that would be so funny. Like a chemical that has been proven to increase your <laughs> to risk increase, for breast cancer. Yeah. Like that would be just delicious. Well, they keep themselves in, in business, right? I guess so, yeah. yeah. Um, the dentist I'd... with the candy out front. <laughs> I just got the third letter saying, you need to come back. We, oh, know, yeah, because it was for six the months, fall. right? But I'm like, I know. You're just going to charge me again. No. <laughs> of course. I know. I know. $600. I, know. I don't know if I can. Okay. Of course. But anyway, I'm here to tell you, mobile is great. It was faster. I drove all the way across town to go to the Women's Health Center. But in the end, it was just across the street from my favorite bakery in the Twin Cities. So Ooh, there nice. was a winning uh, side yeah. to this equation. So I came home with some goodies. But anyway, Any... it was all good. The only thing better would be if the mobile came to your house. <laughs> I know. Wouldn't that be nice? Yes. What if the mobile mammography truck was like the ice cream truck and you're like, oh, I hear yes. the boom machine. Yeah, yeah boom machine. <laughs> go down. Can I catch what it? What song? What song does that truck play? It would Put play it Milkshake Goes to the, the Milkshake Song. No, My put them on the glass. That's right. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good one. literally what they're doing. Right? Oh, gosh. Well, good. I'm glad that you uh, got it done. Yes. But, I mean, 
whatever. Yay for boobs. Yeah, yay for boobs, I guess, sometimes. Hopefully you don't get the scam letter where they charge you six to eight hundred dollars to come back. (laughs) I mean, apparently I... And just say you have young boobs. I I don't have dense breast tissue like you guys, so... I don't even know what that means. No, like I have no idea. I think they just say that to <laughs> no. charge me money. <laughs> My boobs are light as a feather. <laughs> Stiff as a board. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> All I right. Think I said Mar- this a year ago, but. Um... When the time comes, I promise I will come remind all of my fellow men to take their finger up the butt for science. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you can do it before to, then if, you know, just for fun. I just ask? It's a good reminder. Yeah. When I go in for my physical and be like, I know I'm young, but yeah, you better, better safe. Yeah. I need to talk about it on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Desperate for content. Uh, all right. Meredith, you have power and a new job. Oh, my God. Goodness, you guys, so much has happened. Yeah. So, uh, as was mentioned on the show last week, I wasn't on. <laughs> I was planning to be on, but I couldn't because I literally didn't have any power. Our power went out actually on uh, Wednesday of last week, not Thursday. And it was off until Saturday evening. Uh, uh, so, luckily, like on Wednesday, I just, I don't know, I didn't feel like cooking for some reason. I was like, let's get some takeout. I was feeling lazy. And it's a good thing because the power would have gone out in the middle of cooking dinner otherwise. So we had been, we, we just like sat down on the couch to watch an episode of Bones and it like flickered on and off like five or six cop times. Cop. Mm-hmm. Wait, was there, was there weather that caused this or just? Yeah, there was a storm, but the storm was like at, I don't know, maybe like three, four in the afternoon. And this was maybe hmm. seven. Weird. So the storm had passed. I thought we were kind of in the clear and the power started to flicker and it turned on and off several times and then it just was off. And so we kind of sat there and like, like you know, you like kind of look mm-hmm. around like, I wonder if it's going to come back Ooh. on again. Right, right. And it just didn't and it didn't and it didn't. And we were like, all right, great. So we just sort of like dealt with it. And um, that night it was uncomfortable, but, you know, we managed um, it was in the 90s outside it was like obviously very very humid since it had stormed and it was very hot and so we had a pretty fitful night of sleep and then Mm. the next day it didn't seem like it was going to come back on anytime soon and the uh, dte as our energy provider and they estimated that we wouldn't be back on until saturday so we were like gross well okay so i took thursday Um, so I went to a coffee shop on Thursday to work for a little while. And then our contractors called me in the middle of the morning and were like, Hey, we can come finish up the balcony railing. And I was like, uh, (laughs) do you need power for that? (laughs) (laughs) Hold up. Don't have electricity. And they're like, Oh, that's fine. We have batteries. And I was like, okay, I guess Mm. it's fine. So like I had to, I had to basically just take the rest of the day off of work. So I took PTO for the rest of the day and I just went home and like sat in the heat inside while they worked and it was like slightly cooler inside than it was outside so I stayed in there and like I emptied the ice maker and you know I like washed the dishes by hand like a peasant and swept the floor with a broom you're like Cinderella over here yeah really yeah yeah um and I was just trying to find ways to occupy myself and then I was like we're getting a hotel (laughs) so I, I coordinated like I couldn't do any of it, though, because the other problem is that when I don't have internet, I also don't have any phone service. I don't Uh. have any data because Verizon doesn't 
care about Detroit. And I think, <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's like a kind of a discriminatory thing. Oh, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Totally. I have brought this to their attention many, many times and their solution is buy this 100 or $200 network extender. And I was like, no. Um, and they eventually, I complained so much. They eventually gave me one, but that, and that's fine for me, but that doesn't help anybody else. Yeah. Um, so when I have, uh, no internet, I also don't have any phone service. So I couldn't like find a hotel. So Gregory was at work and he works about 45 minutes away in Ann Arbor, which is where the university of Michigan is. And he was able to find his hotel and book one. And I had to like very slowly text the cat sitter because, (laughs) I didn't want, I think this was brought up on the show, the cats are not going to enjoy being in a hotel room. I've done it before, and they were fine, but not great, you know? Like, it's not their preference. They would, and they like the heat, so they they were actually really happy to stay here. The cat sitter was available, and so she came and fed them while we were at a hotel. And so I was able to work on Friday, and then we stayed there until Saturday, um, so that was actually kind of nice, charged up all of our batteries. And then the power came on like Saturday evening. Um, and, uh, I lost everything in the fridge, in the freezer. Ugh. Uh, that was pretty much the only casualty, but that was a pretty big deal. Um, you know, like all, I had like four loaves of sourdough in there that oh, I had no. saved. And so it's I always made two- when you have a full fridge, it's never like never. Right before I you go shopping. Oh, I had gone shopping like the day before that, I think and spent Ew. like $200 no. on groceries. Oh. So yeah, it was, it was exceptionally bitter. So I was, I was pretty grumpy about that, but my fridge is sparkling clean now and pretty sparse. Um, I made new bread today. I made two new loaves of bread. Um, so that's okay. I was just, it was just really stressful. I was very grumpy. I couldn't, we had to open the garage to let the, uh, my contractor, because they had some length of balcony in the garage from last time they were here and I had to get my car out. And once you open it, you can't really lock it again when the power is off. So I was like trying to Google how to do it, but my phone wasn't working. And so I like drove five or six blocks away and Googled how to do it and it still wasn't really helping and Gregory was like work and I was like he was trying to help and eventually he just came back home from Ann Arbor and tried to fix it and he he came up with like a a workaround but and and it was like well you know I don't know what if we should stay put like we're not going to sit out on the back porch with a shotgun and guard our garage (laughs) You know, like if it's going to get broken into, it's going to get broken into whether we're here or if we're in a hotel. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, for, for sure. So, you know, it, it, we are. We, but it was it was nervous making because we have three expensive bikes in there and two expensive motorcycles in there with our cars out of it. So um, it was but it was it ended up being fine. Derek, you know the best got slash you. He's got worst your neighbor <laughs> on earth was home most of the time. And so he, he's, uh, he's on top of things. It's very noisy if our garage door opens, so he would have heard it. It ended up being all right, but it was very stressful and it was a bummer. So uh, we're looking into I, like, I don't want anything to be smart enabled in my house because I'm like, well, I need to have like a, a physical mechanical, method for everything yeah. otherwise yeah. you know if You're you don't yeah. yeah yeah and it's well, weird i mean i have a lo- i have a handle and a key and a lock on my garage door it's weird that i can't lock it by hand but i can't like that's the only thing that i can't weird. lock by hand 
Yes. It's so strange. I feel like we should all take a trip to Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and learn from the Amish, like, how to exist without electricity. Mm -hmm. Because I am flummoxed. Like, if our electricity goes out for 15 minutes, I'm like, what? How do I? (laughs) What do I do? I don't understand. Put your bonnet on. You'll figure it out. (laughs) Churn some butter. It's going to be okay. Oh, I firmly believe I could churn the oh, best and- butter in the world. Oh, yeah. I really, of all of us, you would be able to exist. Like, Have you, you ever churned butter sure. by hand, in? No, but you, you should. Could. You should try. So we did it in, like, kindergarten, I think, for Thanksgiving one year. They had us put, you know, heavy cream in a little baby food jar. And then shake it. And then it. we had to, yeah. like, shake it. for. And it felt, I mean, I was five, so it felt like it was for four <laughs> hours. Probably wasn't that long. But we did eventually make butter. Well, I wouldn't. Um, so the the one that you see, boy, here we go. We're getting into butter churn talk. This show has everything. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that you see that are like the tall sort of thin cylinder and that they have the um, handle that goes up and down in a very sexual classic. way. Yeah, mm-hmm. that you churn butter. That's I think that's bunk. You got to get the one that looks like a little mini keg. That's turned on its side and it's mounted on rockers, so you just rock it back and forth, oh, and the butter nice. sloshes. I could do that for hours. It's oh. better than child labor, just shaking a jar. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and how much butter are you gonna get in a baby food jar? Well, I think it was for the. It was character building. It was a character building <laughs> oh, <sure>. exercise. <laughs> All these years later, you're still burned. I'm by still it. traumatized. Still <laughs> yeah. That was my mom's. Ex- Excuse for everything that traumatized me. Builds, builds character. character. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so uh, the other thing going on in my life is, uh, you may have remembered that I got a new job about six months ago. Well, I'm getting another one. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Get that cheddar. Yeah. Well, so I was approached on LinkedIn by somebody who went to my uh, grad school and I was a year before them so I don't know them but they were in my network and he was like hey uh, you know we've got this position and would you be interested and I was like well you know not I mean I just started this job and so I'd kind of like to give him a fair shake but I am kind of receptive because I'm having some issues with this new place and so they told me and I was it was like a 25% increase over what I'm making and I was like hmm well I'm interested yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so the the problems I've been having, I don't, I don't want to talk shit about my, my previous employer, but like the mentorship wasn't where it should have been. I didn't get the training that I needed and I felt like I didn't know what I was doing and it was really, really stressful. And I'd alluded to that before that I was having a, a rough time. Um, and so that's kind of why I was open to talking about this new position. I met with everybody and they seemed really cool and it's not, it's not really about money it's more about like they have a dedicated mentorship program and they are committed to training and things like that so and also the money well it yeah. doesn't hurt right um oh no not the oh, mo- no, oh, not no. Money. I know. oh no i mean you I could don't... have asked them to cut it by 25 percent. <laughs> yeah i didn't i, I actually couldn't bargained possibly up a little, i bargained up a little bit um <laughs> yay from what they offered first so I'm proud of that. But yeah, I'm starting on Monday. Uh, when this episode comes out, will be my first day of my new job. <laughs> so cross fingers that this uh, turns out better than the last one. 
What if it was like, I I don't want any of my friends to be catfished, but also I would laugh like endlessly <laughs> if any of my friends got catfished. No. This has been in the back of my head this whole time. And I wouldn't have said anything, but I got my laptop today. So No, I know. I know. I know. My friend one time went on a date with somebody that she'd only met like via Facebook or whatever. Not Facebook, but like, you know, a dating app. And she was like, just in case I get catfished, like here's, the, here's where I'm going to be. And I think I texted her like... I don't want you to get catfished, but I will never stop laughing if you get catfished. <laughs> I mean, I'm still like, I'm still like 25% expecting that to happen. <laughs> oh, no, congratulations. It's awesome. And I'm proud of you. I mean, saying I'm proud of you seems kind of like patronizing, but I am proud of you for bargaining and knowing what you're worth because that's Thank awesome you. for yeah. sure that's awesome i'm proud of me too it's yeah. sort of a weird situation but yeah and it, not I, feeling like you had to stick it out at a place that wasn't right not that yeah. it wasn't mm-hmm. right for you but they didn't set you up well, to succeed there yes what it yeah. seemed like yeah, yeah i think that's accurate yeah and i i wish it had worked out i tried i tried really hard but it, it was clear to me that it wasn't going to and it wasn't it was stressing me out too much and it's not worth that so. and also like you were at your previous position for a very long time mm-hmm. um and so like it's not like you're a fluberty gibbet about this like you don't just float from job to job i know yeah. a couple of people that do that and mm-hmm. this is just wasn't the right fit yeah, and I talked to the new place about that, and I was like, look, I'm concerned about this on my resume, and they're like, oh, we don't care. You were at Henry Ford for 12 years, and you're going to be here for a long time, so, you know, that's a blip. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that's a pretty smooth response. Can we just stop <laughs> to compliment the use of the term liberty gibbet? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Somebody <laughs> watched The Sound of Music recently. All right, Bobby, would you like to talk about our call call out? Sure. So okay. uh, at our recent uh, conversation to sketch out our plan for this episode, yes, we do plan these episodes. <laughs> Indeed, we do. <laughs> uh, it, it suddenly occurred to us that we're getting into quite a sequence of episode numbers. This episode that you're listening to right now is Tishi episode number 99. And, you know, we could have gone any number of directions of that, of things that we have, but this isn't one, or uh, red balloons, Mm. or, uh, I don't know, Mm. chain restaurants in New England, (laughs) as previously mentioned. Uh, But then we also realized that that means that the next episode is episode 100. So we're going to have some things around 100. Oh, God only knows what we're going to do with that. Did we decide? No. We did. Did we? we? (laughs) Sort of. I gotta okay. go look at the Slack channel. I know. I don't know if I remember. <laughs> and then we realized that the episode for that is Tishi 101. Mm-hmm. And what an opportunity to be navel gazy. <laughs> Sorry, that was me being a little bit of a Liberty gibbet. As, uh, <laughs> it sounds like the Liberty Mutual commercials. That's uh, Tishi Liberty, 101. Liberty, so. Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> The best part I, that I don't really like this Liberty Mutual. I'm just really steamrolling Bobby from what he's trying to say. But the best part about the recent crop of Liberty Mutual is when the guy, um, or wait, is the emu one? The emu one is Liberty Mutual, right? Yes, it is. Yes. And they're okay. terrible. I thought I was getting old. No, I like it when they're at the barbecue and the guy with the mustache asks the emu if he wants um, hot dogs or chicken. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good. Uh, Tishi 101 is our opportunity to give a little history lesson on Tishi and to explore how we got here and to do some navel gazing. Now, of course, this is episode 101 of Tishi, but we've been doing shows together for 
How many years now? I mean, shit, I started in 2018, and I'm the newest member, so, (laughs) and y'all had been, I had been a, you know, loyal listener for many, many years. It's been too long, probably. Yep. And I know that we're up over... one week since you looked at me. I'm sorry. Well, it's two... I know because I was at my terrible job, so it was two... We started in 2000... You're going to have to be more specific. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ellie was in the green grasshoppers. Yep. It was 2000... 2015 yeah that sounds right because i was at work and then luke and andrew called me and i was like hiding in a in like a closet taking the call (laughs) to talk about the show we have definitely done more than 500 episodes between Mm -hmm. lrb and tishi and so we're going to take some time to step back and just answer any questions that people have get into the history a little bit stare at our own navels and one another's in some sort of HR appropriate way and just uh, uh, do and ask me anything. So this call for uh, questions, that's, that's the point of this small talk. Send us your questions. Tell us if you have questions about us, about the show, about the evolution of the show, if eulogies for Mike, you know, whatever you want, (laughs) Um, reach out, put it on the Facebook. We'll put a special thread up on Facebook. We'll take them. I don't know if throwyourphone.com has up and working yet. Maybe email us yep. t- t- is, at 10710.com or, or go to throwyourphone.com. Any way you want to send a messenger pigeon, however you want to get a message to any of us, be one of those people who Facebook messages one of us on the side because you yeah. can't wait for the <laughs> question of the fine. week to go up yep. and get us your AMA questions for any or all of us for a very special Tishi 101 back to school Rodney Dangerfield edition of Tishi. Mm-hmm. If we make some weird like inside references that you just don't get and it irritates you. Oh, ask the question. Yeah, yeah please. please do. Yeah. Yep, this is it. We are so inside our own heads doing this show for so long that I'm sure there are things we do and say that just are are just uh, common nomenclature to us, like like fibber to gibbet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we say that all the totally. time on this show. Yep. <laughs> and we will answer them uh, and probably come up with some things for each other, too. So you yes. get a couple weeks for that, but get them out to us, especially because sometimes lately we've been recording midweek, so it's probably about a week and a half away. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Sounds good. There you go. Um, I have two, it looks like. Um, So first I want to talk about... I love that you said it looks like, as though you didn't actually type it. I didn't write the the first one. I didn't write the first one. (laughs) So um, my day yesterday was a little exciting. I was in the middle of a meeting, um, as always, and my neighbor called, which she never calls me, and she was like sounded really upset and she was like take me off speakerphone and she was like whispering and I was like oh my god what's going on okay and it turned out that there was a um mass I don't know what they would call like basically we were in lockdown all of the streets within a two mile radius were blocked off with um police and those like spike strips and that there was a shooter shooter on the loose i thought you were gonna say a mad scientist no i was gonna say mass shooter but i think that that means you shoot more than like three or four people but yeah i think it's classified as four people yeah so he quote unquote only shot once oh, so sure, this sure, is, sure. yeah That's fine. this is what we know he um went into a house shot someone then ran a couple houses over into the backyard called an uber <laughs> to come pick them up cops were on the scene and told the uber to leave and then the guy just ran 
and and there was i mean this that we were in lockdown for from well i found out about it at one that's when she called me they finally cleared the streets at 6 30 there were drones there were helicopters we were listening to the scanner um at one point the helicopter like we definitely know where they are cops ran there with dogs it was a rabbit (laughs) Like, it really felt like a comedy. Like, I mean, it's bad that, you know, people were getting shot because he also, they cornered him at one point and he, he had stolen a car and he shot at police officers. No one got shot, but they, he shot at them, then stole a different car. And basically we were in lockdown for hours. Um, my friend that lives up the street couldn't pick up our kid from daycare. Um, and then they, once they finally got out but they weren't allowed to get back in so but they didn't want their the you know three-year-old to be scared so they just went to target and like hung out until Mm. the coast was clear but um basically the whole they never even caught him so basically they spent millions of dollars because they actually refueled the helicopters at least twice and they were flying low like well jeremy flipped him off but i was waving um like they were very, like we could see their faces that's how low they were and um then they just at some point gave up i i i suspect it was ship change and they're like oh ah, sure we're good we're good yeah <laughs> so that was the scary scary thing that happened hey, yesterday wow. yeah i gotta say my dude come up with a better exit strategy than call an uber, <laughs> call an uber. <laughs> maybe a, a small bit of pre-planning <laughs> right <laughs> Oh, it's yeah, so that, dumb. It, it just doesn't feel great when you're not safe at home. Because I, I don't remember if I talked about it, that there was a mass shooting outside of my work um, two months before lockdown. Um, I remember that. Before quarantine. Yeah. yeah. And it was right at my bus stop. Like, there was a dead person at my bus stop. So, um, like, it's just, I just don't feel safe anywhere. Like Yeah, just it's like even else. in kind of the suburbs, you're like, wait a second. Yeah, wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, um Dave's one of Dave's pet peeves and, and Dave is definitely like not um I wouldn't say he's like yay cops but he's you know at some point maybe wanted to be a cop so it's not like mm-hmm. he's like he, you, mean an, you mean an Irish guy from Boston wanted to be a I know <laughs> it's weird but yeah. his one of his pet, firefighter right? <laughs> yeah exactly one of his pet peeves is cops directing traffic because he's like they make it worse they always make it worse always make it worse and they're so aggressive they're like Come on. Ugh. And then he's like, like he's like they're only doing that because they get paid so much money to have this so stupid um if they're always doing it like on overtime or whatever and mm-hmm. he's like they just make it worse. They just make the traffic worse because they're not they're just not directing them well. So, no. Anyway, that's kind of what it made me think of. I mean, that sucks about the shooter, but also the cops are annoying. Yeah, they were like at one point on the scanner they're like he might be at the artisanal well. We have like Oh no. Artisanal, I know what like you're talking natural, about. You know, not the artisanal yeah, well. It. Yeah, <laughs> it was like from the freeway to Fred Meyer. You've been to both of those places, Anne. Mm-hmm. So it was like within there. Yeah. I don't understand <laughs> the artisanal well. The Neither do I. Up with their jugs. Neither to... do I. <laughs> oh my God, you West Coast liberals! <laughs> it's, it's so strange the whole artisanal well, but you know that is it might an artisanal well or an artesian well? <laughs> I don't know. It's what made is by it? Hand by <laughs> no. Guy oh, then beard. it's not that. It's where it like a natural geyser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's an artesian well. Artesian. Artesian. Yeah. It's actually a, it's a Steve it's a very Sartesian different. well. It's just yeah. nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke for Mike. R.I.P. Oh. Uh, um, so my next topic is 
while I was listening to <laughs> last week's show, you were all asking lots of questions about Olive Garden. And I am here to answer any questions that you have. How I think oh. I said, make a profit? Well, that's a great question, Anne. <laughs> um, <laughs> food costs are pretty low, especially like uh, my sister's mother-in-law sells food to restaurants. And she said Italian food is, is, a res- is like a license to steal because pasta is sense to make, right? Mm-hmm. Um Part of it is that they became, they either bought all of the food suppliers um, that they used or they started making their own. So when I started, the hostesses, which was me, made all the pasta in in, in the lobby. Yeah, we handmade the pasta oh in the God. lobby. In the lobby? It was lobby. so weird. In the lobby. That I don't know why. food safe. It doesn't. Uh, that's probably why it got <laughs> shut down. It's getting boiled. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, we would have to, like, make the different shapes, and it was mostly uh, fettuccine that we would make, because that's the easiest, and then um, and then it became dry pasta, like, really, really short after I started. Um, so, just, they just get the food costs super low. They also do, you will notice this, when you get the, the salad, everyone gets the salad for about four people you get two tomato i think you asked this too two tomatoes two pepperoncinis half a, half a cup of um croutons and they added red onions at some point they they weren't when i was when i was there but your next refill salad is a lot smaller and it only has one tomato and one olive and oh. one like so they start going lower and lower the soup like that can go on for day. Like it's a powder, so it is made. It's homemade every day. Like the um, the Zuppa Toscano, which is Bobby's favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a powder, but they make it with actual cream, and then you add like whatever into it, the kale and the sausage and all that stuff. So it's really really low food costs, and it costs at lunch, isn't it? Like eight dollars. Something like that. Something yeah, like that. Six ninety nine or seven ninety nine or something. Honestly, and when you go there, how many refills of salad and soup do you get? I mean, is this when I was killing myself on a diet, or <laughs> like today, if you went there and you were hungry and you got you were getting lunch, how many times would you refill each of those things? Two soups and two salads. Yeah, that's not much. That's like three dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe. And the breadsticks, I love the story with your your um, your dad. And oh, your yeah. Please tell us, how much of a okay. hassle is it to order your it's, breadsticks unbuttered? It's annoying. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> so <laughs> the, the breadsticks come par-baked in bags, and they look kind of like hot dog um, bags. So it's about a dozen in each. And then you put it into an oven, and then it comes out, and you put the butter, and you put the garlic salt. That's all it is. But you have to be super annoying and ask the cooks and they hate it and they're jerks about yep. it. So that the I'm sure the server just either never asked or the cooks pretended they didn't hear it. <laughs> and I'm sure that they just like, you know, keep them coming all night so that when oh, yeah. you're serving people, you just go to the vat of prepared breadsticks and just scoop yeah. them out and take them to it's the table. It's a drawer. Oh, it's a well. warming drawer that you open. Yeah. 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 And they're just all ready and have to mm-hmm. make a special request to get a brand totally. new batch made is totally and irritating. if it's busy you're never gonna get it because yep. that's the other thing is 
the servers are in charge of doing it and they're lazy. Like, well, not lazy. It's just that they have other things to do, right? They have everybody out there doing all of like wanting all their stuff. They have like five or six tables each and um, they try to pump out as many people as possible. Now, servers do hate the all you can eat um, thing because it's at the most $10. Well, Mm. what's, What's 20% of $10? Right. Not much. Right. So are a lot of Olive Garden tippers 20% tippers? (laughs) No. No. (laughs) I will tell you. I'm betting that's a 15% after tax kind of crowd. Right. And especially at lunch, you get tables of like older boomer ladies, usually Christian women that come in and that's all they get. And they tip a dollar each. Yeah. And they want, you know, refills of their strawberry lemonade. (laughs) <laughs> so they're the highest maintenance and lowest tippers. Christy, I yeah. thought of you today, speaking of boomers, because I was uh, at the Dunkin' Drive-Thru. This is the same Dunkin' Drive-Thru where the sign said, so pumpkin good, which I'm pretty sure they're... <laughs> yep, yeah, they are. <laughs> uh, the place across the street is a, a car care center like that does audio work, and it's called Boomer McLeod. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. <laughs> I just thought, I thought every boomer was loud. Yeah. <laughs> Do you all have any other questions? Yeah. What kind of profit do they make on alcohol? Do a lot of people like drink, I assume, wine at Olive Garden? Yeah, wine. They have specialty cocktails that are like super expensive and sugary. The, I mean, every restaurant makes its money on alcohol. Yeah. Because you kind charge of what I thought 10 about. bucks. Yeah. 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 It, Olive Garden is, uh, if I remember, maybe not anymore, but they're owned by the same people that own red lobster right darden they sold oh okay they, they, yeah not... they did that's why you'll always see them next to each other like if you yeah yeah, yeah. oh no in my olive head olive garden and red lobster like go hand in hand like those are the they I, they kind of just go together i thought they i thought they did and i so when i was listening i'm like oh darden's gonna you know take this whole thing <laughs> but then i looked up and they just recently sold like in the last like five or six okay. years Darden and Brinker are mid-chain. <laughs> I do love when you're at Target at the wall of gift cards and there's just like the Darden gift card. Yep. and it's for, But we don't have any of those other restaurants that Darden is. Right. It's like Here. whoever owns Bonefish Grill. Like there's always one. Right. Yeah. Um, that What's funny is you mentioning TGI Fridays because that was the bar that was the place everybody that worked in the restaurant industry would go to after they closed Mm -hmm. because tgi friday stayed open till two probably because it was it turned into a bar bar. yeah Mm -hmm. Um, but we don't have one of those anymore so that's why it wasn't on my list it definitely would have would have been because their house salad dressing was like a vinaigrette with um, blue cheese crumbles which that's good yeah (laughs) and cheap like you could get a side salad for like three bucks um, any other questions? <laughs> I, I, the, we had this birthday song and I still remember it. It's like burned in my brain. Oh God. And then I was like, I want to see if I'm remembering it right. So I looked it up and they changed the birthday song. <gasps> it's even more annoying than it used to be. The, the, ha- the song happy birthday is now in public domain. So there's no reason for anyone to sing any off brand birthday song. <laughs> right. And who wants to like celebrate their i mean hillary loves her birthday the most of anyone do you want to hear about menu items on your no (laughs) no and honestly like people saying like happy birthday like 
I do love my birthday and I want people to say happy birthday to me. Yes. But like a sustained amount of birthdayness, like a happy birthday, you know, a 30 second happy birthday song. Like that's almost even a little bit too much for me because you're like, what do I do right now? Like, it's like, what do I do with yes. my hands? What do I have right. to do? <laughs> like, where do I look? Am I supposed to be mad? Like, and and when they try to get the whole restaurant uh, going, like, it's Hillary's <laughs> birthday, and then everyone's clapping, and I, I can't. Well, and I I am I'm very um, sensitive to what other people want from me. So I'm like, what do people want from me right now? Like, do yeah. I, it's like, yeah, and I'm like sort of clapping along, but then I look like a, like a small child, like I'm just <laughs> clapping along. <laughs> like, birthday! Not in beat. <laughs> When I doing that thing where you clap with your palms but not your fingertips. Yeah. (laughs) When I bought my first Saturn, you know, we're gonna drive it out of the showroom and they're like, Okay, we're gonna have the Saturn send off and I'm like, Wait, what? And they made the entire staff in the dealership come around. I don't remember. I have blanked it out because it was so embarrassing. But they were like clapping, 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 thanks for buying a Saturn kind of thing and I'm like, Make it stop. Please God. You need I to will ask, pay you like, more to stop. You need to ask the, you know, the customer if they're like, is this something you would Does like? Does anyone like this? <laughs> no. I don't know. I, I went once at the Coldstone Creamery and I tipped and I did not know they have oh, to yeah. sing mm, yep, whatever horrible. a Disney parody song. They have a whole thanks. bunch of them. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's the last time I ever tip. <laughs> I have said to them before, I will give you $2 if you don't sing. And sometimes they won't. I just I don't understand. Uh, are we so different from the like massive? I just hate forced performance yes. at a job. Like yeah. these poor people have to come and scoop ice cream and Ugh. do the weird and mash it things up yes. and yep. all of that. And they're getting and the paid, lines out the door. They're getting paid and... minimum wage. You get treated like dirt, and now they have to dance monkey dance. Yeah, I totally. just I don't like it in any context other than. They are a performer at, you yes. know, on the cruise line yeah. or the yes. community There's theater, that place whatever. In New York, where they ha- they dance the the servers dance. Nope. Did you ever go to that one? Nope. <laughs> no, I don't think nope. so. Well, I went there because on Growing Pains, Mike Seaver went <laughs> oh. to the city and worked there, and so I'm like, well, I have to go, and it was so embarrassing. <laughs> like I could not. Well, I mean, they all want to be performers, right. so that's I mean, the only thing different. that might kind yes. of be okay is there they know that that's what they have to do going in and they have a, a desire to do that i'm like okay you know if that's fine by you that's fine by me mm-hmm. but if it's like this part of their job that they must do whether they want to or not well with with the olive garden birthday song we would have a when the shifts change at the beginning you have like an alley meeting everyone meets who's starting and we'd have to sing it like the words were on the wall and we would sing it and then they'd be like remember so that's when they'd be like we need singers we need singers Why? Table Why six. and people would hide they so would, that they, they would knew hide. that you knew the words yes oh. yes oh. yeah was not great that's probably why it's burned in my head yeah of course <laughs> i just had like a sort of flashback to the macaroni grill which i was one of the ones that i said i liked and they had to sing like i mean i guess obviously they had to hire for this but people when they would sing happy birthday would do it in like opera like it would be like uh but they have to hire for that that's not just that you're not hiring hillary livingston off the street i mean like sing opera now like it's Mm -hmm. not one of those right i there's somebody that i went to high school with who was 
uh, you know, in my circles, not my friend, but he was very, a very good singer, kind of an all state, whatever, and went to college for vocal performance. And uh, I saw a newspaper article about him and he was a manager of a restaurant or something where he would deliberately go and sing opera whatever to people mm-hmm. and he, but he wanted to do it yes. so but no one wants that no one wants <laughs> he was very good christy yeah. i wouldn't no, i'd be so embarrassed i'm like do i still eat do i watch him like what do you do <laughs> yeah I mean, I it's a theater kid. You know, I, that's like why Anne Hathaway used to always embarrass me because uh, the, while I think she's a good actress, I'm like, she's such a theater kid. And I, mm-hmm. it's like I recognize that in myself where I'm like, I'm embarrassed for you because I'm right. just trying really hard. Well, thanks, okay. Christy, Today's for that. topic. What other what celebrities <laughs> embarrass you? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So many. Christy, <laughs> thanks for that expose or that inside mm-hmm. look into the Olive Garden. Oh, one thing. They do pre-cook the pasta in the morning. And then they dunk it into boiling water that is looks like a fryer. So it's a it is a fryer, but they fill it with water oh. and they dunk it. And I will tell you, with chain restaurants, it's a ten second rule. So I would definitely drop pasta on the floor and then pick it up and oh. redunk it. <laughs> well, if you're but redunking again, it, yeah, it's being yeah. boiled. It's... I mean, half cooking stuff or like cooking it eighty percent of the way is pretty normal thing to yeah. do in a restaurant. Yeah. Like, I mean, because can you imagine with, like, if they'd have huge to... vats of bacon in the morning? Yeah, at, the, at where mm-hmm. I, when I worked in a kitchen, and then we that. would just throw it on. Yeah, and it was, yeah. I don't think that's gross. Right? That's a time save, and yeah. everybody wants crispy bacon. There's no way yep. to do that without it taking a half an hour. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's a nice dive back into mid-range chain restaurants. Mm-hmm. And uh, going forward, we're going to dip into the mailbag. I'm not sure um, we're going to get to medium talk. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm going to fall asleep before we get there. And it's like, yeah. Um, okay. But before that, we got um, a throw your phone or just a little note from Angie, which always confuses me because her email comes like it's from, I guess, her husband. And I'm like, oh we have a new listener and it's like it's jeff mm. and it's like no it's not jeff mm-hmm. it's never <laughs> jeff it's never jeff um, come on jeff we don't want jeff we don't want jeff it's fine um andrew says listening to your latest movie podcast from southeast south central u.s heard about the hot mcconaughey a scene in the time to kill and the classic my cousin Vinny. i have yet to show my boys 22 and 20 didn't want to forget, so I texted myself those two titles. And then I saw my own incoming message, which said, Time to kill my cousin Bunny. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> it's been too long. Loved hearing from y'all and Mr. Harn Van. And look forward to each new episode with the friends in my ears, which was Aww. very sweet. Aww. I know. I love it. Thank Does you anybody me. actually have a cousin Bunny? Hmm. Nope. I mean, technically I you a... could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my best friend's sister is named Bunny. I mean, they just call her Bunny. Right. But and it, nobody's real name is Bunny. I'm circling to think back, if any of my siblings have a pet bunny, which would make it my. No, circling back on, on Sex and the City, uh, Charlotte's former mother-in-law wasn't she Bunny? Oh, McDougal? she was Bunny. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, these like rich socialites yes. always yes. have yeah, those exactly. totally nicknames. Mm-hmm. The yeah. only funny I've known was a rich old lady with lots yeah. of money and blue yeah. hair. And, that's it. Yeah. That's the only way you can get away with bunny without it being like, mm, yeah, I'm throwing it with right. you. Um, and then our listener Ted left us a lovely voicemail. 
We'll play it here. Hey, folks. It's Ted from Chicago. Um, I just started listening to your show this morning, and you were talking about, you know, restaurants that aren't fancy but aren't McDonald's. And I haven't even listened to the rest of the show yet, but you mentioned Schlotzky's, and that pretty much, you know, pretty much finished it for me there. I mean, I grew up in Chicago, you know, very much a cold-cut combo childhood. Ham and turkey and my bologna has a second name. It's M-E-Y-E-R on white bread. You get the idea. Um, so I went down to Houston to work for a couple of years. This is in the 80s when it was hot. But now every place is hot like Houston was in the 80s. I don't know. I can't even imagine what Houston's like right now. It must be really, really vicious. But anyways, the two things I found in Houston that were fantastic were Schlotzky's and Fuddruckers. And regular original, that's what I would always get. What an awesome sandwich with the muffaletta bread. Time to butcher some more French, I guess. Um, just awesome bread. That's my favorite bit of any sandwich. That's why I like Fuddruckers, because they got a, a great, a great bun. But anyways, Schlotzky's, wonderful. I went there a ton. My favorite sandwich by far. And uh, when I moved back to Chicago, um, they were starting to expand around the nation. So there's Schlotzky's like in the area. So and when the kids were young, we'd go out to Schlotzky's and sandwiches. The kids would get like the pizzas, which they loved. And then, um, and then like all the Schlotzky's closed around us. Like the closest Schlotzky's is now like Oshkosh in, in Wisconsin and in, in Green Bay. And that's it. There's like two of them within like 400 miles. So anyways, that sucks. So we only get Schlotzky's every, very occasionally now these days. I don't know what, what happened. I mean, I'm sure there was some business school study that could be done on how they screwed things up. But uh, I guess you still have them, a ton of them in Texas, which, I, which is good. So at least you guys get to enjoy them. But uh, yeah, that's my vote. It's not even close. Schlotzky's is the best. And my kids, you know, usually... I subjected them to a lot of Steely Dan growing up, so they laugh at me every time they hear a Steely Dan song come on. And uh, so, you know, that's how it is. I mean, the stuff you like your kids are not likely to like also. But um, they love Schlotzky's. <laughs> I mean, you know, they'll get a Schlotzky's pizza, no problem. They love it too. You know, so that, that's weird. But there you go. That's my vote. Um, thanks again for doing a great show, and we'll talk later. Bye-bye. Thank you, Ted. Ted has some feelings about Schlotzky's. Yes, yeah, he, he does. does. It's I'm a surprised. mouthful. I'm surprised he's from <laughs> Chicago, given his accent. Yeah. Yeah. No, never would have guessed. That bread was good, though. Uh, we don't have one of those anymore. They're either, so good. But... I used to go. I, as as much of an extrovert as I am, I, I love eating alone. And even before I had, like, a phone to look at, I mean, I guess I would get, like, a newspaper or something and read it. And I used to go to the Schlotzky's and sit down and get a regular original and chow down by myself. I loved it. I was so happy. So, I hear you. Love the Schlotzky's. I'm looking for my closest Schlotzky's now. It might be in Ohio. My mom used to make my they used. I mean, they started here, I believe, and then but they um, there used to only in the 70s. There used to only be one. And my when my mom was pregnant with one of my siblings, one of my many many siblings, um, she used to make my dad go to South Austin, and they lived in North Austin to get her Schlotzkys, which I understand. <laughs> I get it. I get it. 
get it. It was her version of the Diet 7-Up. Yes. It's like, you must get this for me. I'm very pregnant right now. I almost drove to uh, Colorado to get Torchies, so I know. Listen. I get that, yeah. Yeah. Um, And for our question of the week responses, Peter says, Applebee's. I mean, I'm not going to judge, but I don't like Applebee's. But, you know, do you, Peter? I mean, Uh, Applebee's did try to kill my mother several times. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't mean from, like, cholesterol. Uh, Like food poisoning? No, no. My mother worked worked at Applebee's when I was a kid. And she had a series of uh, OSHA head scratcher style injuries, like, within the course of a couple of months while working there. Hmm. Well, Yeah, yeah. Not good. Yeah, an electrocution, glass shattering and cutting her wrist. This whole thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whole thing. You do you, Peter, but fuck Applebee's. Well, um, I mean, let's not get carried away. There's only one place you can get an oriental chicken wrap. Yeah, the, the Risa salad is pretty good. Yeah. Well, and we did ask them for their opinions. It's yes, exactly. Ours, so. yeah. exactly. Uh, Gregory, who shares a household, he, he also has to share opinions, but not really. Annual birthday, Red Lobster Club represent. When I traveled and when I'm home, I always try to avoid chains. There are a lot I've not tried. Also... Elias Brothers, is that how you pronounce it? Elias. Elias, sorry. Brothers Frisch's Big Boy Eats Friendly's is breakfast for lunch. <laughs> sorry, I I, I, Big Boy Eats Friendly's is breakfast for lunch. <laughs> I assume Big Boy is some sort of Friendly's-esque chain. Big, yeah, but it's big boys better another, than friendlies. Apparently, yeah, I mean, there's no statue of a fat man in an old school outfit out in front of friendlies. We used to have those. I used Is to go big with my boys not a national chain. No, I we don't they, have them. No. Oh, Weird. I think uh, we used to have a a version of that with the the big guy out, and there was one in Burbank as well. So it's like I think it was there weren't a ton. Maybe <laughs> maybe it was like to build those. You know. Big boys. It was a little not cost effective. So yeah, big, big boys has a decent salad bar, and but I really do still like their cabbage soup. They have a really nice cabbage soup. God, Meredith, are you sure Bobby's the old one? <laughs> I've, yeah. I've loved that cabbage soup since I was a little girl. <laughs> uh, we have uh, a place the... called Happy Chef, which sort of splits the difference between big boy and friendlies. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. at least name wise, yeah. The Big Boy location map is interesting. It's Southern California, one in what looks like it's probably Vegas, one in North Dakota, and then just the entire state of Michigan is just completely covered in red oh, dots. Okay. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Um, Kelly says Dintai Fung, which I actually thought about, even though it's not local to me. We do not have it here, but they have it expanding pretty. It's like Torchies where they expand. I wish it was a national chain. Yeah. I think that, uh, okay, Rockefellers, mid-range right? Dintai. It's, yeah. no. It seems mid-range. too nice. Yeah. 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 That's not mid-range. That's like I mean, saying I mean, Capital Grill is a mid-range Totally. Chain. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's a chain, but it yeah. is not right. mid-range. I mean, mm-hmm. again, Kelly, feel free to bias Dintai sometimes. <laughs> right? yeah, I will. Yeah. Yeah. Happily. I'll t- yeah, take totally. down a couple couple trays of soup dumplings, no problem. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Catherine says hula hands, which I feel like is a very they. I think they used to have them in Dallas. I feel like it's a very eighties slash nineties. I think I know what that is either. I I think it's kind of a Friday's situation. I mean, yeah. I think it's sort of the same thing. I just um, I like Lisa's response. Uh, the Hooligans in Dubuque, Iowa, has amazing sushi. I always wonder mm. why, how, what. <laughs> Which I I think of it as like a hamburger kind of place. So, you know, interesting. 
It's like when you get ahi tuna somewhere and you're like, is that a good idea? But that's what I want. I won't get to, I won't get sushi at the grocery store. I don't no. I can't imagine getting it at a place like this. <laughs> that reminds me, Meredith, are you filing mm. a homeowner's claim for all that uh, ahi and the Kobe that was in your fridge and the row? You know <laughs> what, Bobby? I don't have a lot of fancy condiments, but I was not lying about my passion fruit curd. <laughs> I eat that stuff with a spoon and I love it and it's shelf stable and I hadn't opened my latest jar. So that was one condiment that got saved. Oh, thank God. Shwoo. Yeah. Show woo. Okay. Megan says Lucille's barbecue, which is nowhere near as good as Texas or home smoked, but the table carbs biscuit with a sugar crust. Come on. I've never heard of this, but that sounds Mm-mm. delicious. That sounds delicious. Yeah. I think table. Megan coins a good term with table carbs. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Table carbs are key. Like, I, I mean, I, chips and salsa, like, I don't know if y'all have actually ever seen me, maybe Bobby has, I don't know, seen me, like, demolish chips and salsa. Like, it's like, I can't, like, it, I, it's, in I, your go, DNA. I go into a fugue state where it's like all table manners go out the window and I'm like, must conquer this. Like, I can't stop eating them. I'm so, putting yeah. it on my life goals to see this now. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I want to eat chips and salsa with you, Hillary. Me too. We have dined at um, the restaurant with the roof deck and the nice yes. drinks and the chips yes. and salsa. And yes, I, I think you and I both went into our native basic instincts of growling at one another with <laughs> chips like, and salsa. And they're like, would you like another bowl of chips? Like, yes, please. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, munch, munch, munch. Is that El Alma? Yes, El Alma. Yeah. It's really good. Avocado margaritas. Those really mm. good. Mm, they're really good. Um, okay. John says, I have a fondness for the Cracker Barrel, which has the best chicken fried steak as a kid. Also, Damon's, the place for ribs. It was a huge <laughs> deal in both Florida and Kalamazoo, so I assume it was national. I've never heard of never I have heard of, of cra- Cracker Barrel. Yeah, I've that's, been to a Cracker Damon's Barrel. Damon's is definitely a Michigan place. Cool. Plus, it's a Tony Roma's that's the place for ribs. Right. I don't know anything about yes. this place. Is it the place for ribs or a place for ribs? <laughs> uh, oh, that's a good question. I always mm. say Tony Roma's uh, the place for ribs. I have, um, I, I think we've discussed this. I feel the same way about ribs as I do about wings. I don't like handling Mm-mm. things with my hands. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. I just, like, it's too messy. I guess, like, Andrew was like, I, I like, it's, I don't want to wipe my hands that much. It just is irritating to me. I, it, I don't know. I'd rather hmm. eat it with a fork. Damon is also built as it. the place for ribs. Uh, Tony Romas is. I would uh, really disagree. Oh, okay, a place okay, for okay. ribs. Because Damon okay, is I'm the fine. place. And they're okay. headquartered in Columbus, founded in 1979. Uh, I also you... worked at Tony Romas. If really? You have questions about that. So yeah, Tony Romas is a, a, a little less. A place for ribs. <laughs> a place for ribs is more. Humble is humbler than Damon's, who mm-hmm. plays for ribs. I mean, the place for ribs, <laughs> right? It's quite the claim. Um, okay, Amanda says, with a nod to TBTL history, Azteca or any sort of mid-range Mexican restaurant. I always wanted to go to an Azteca. I feel like they're closing. Mm-hmm. Didn't they close That's that one gross. by them? It's gross. It's gross. I feel like we had some here that were called like El Mexico or something, which are about as mm-hmm. Mexican as me. <laughs> that's yeah. that's the same with Azteca Mexican restaurants. Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, I'll like, take you if you want, but I feel like Azteca's not a chain so much as it's just a branding package. Like when you see a sales pizza, and you're just like, oh, they paid five hundred dollars for the logo and yeah, yeah. prepackaged menu yeah. art for sales pizza. Yeah. yeah, it might just be a local chain here. Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure it is. But like, I don't think that the sales pizza in Buffalo is the same one as the sales pizza in Boston. Like, it has the same logo, but it's completely different pizza. Like, yeah. they just yeah, they just bought the the like bought- naming rights to right. stuff. Yeah. Um, Leslie says Chili's is my favorite place to break up with someone. Place. Gonna <laughs> 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 rub salt in the wound. Can we? Can, I need a pause never going here to, to say. I mean, not that it's relevant in my life anymore, but when I was in college, I would take someone on the few times I broke up with someone in public like that to a restaurant. I was comfortable never going back to again. (laughs) Like this is it. I would think to myself, yes, if this goes poorly today, I'm okay not going back here. And so I've definitely had multiple breakup conversations in mediocre restaurants in Buffalo. Oh, God. You know, um, my only real like time at Applebee's that I remember, my beloved Aunt Lori, who was, was 18 when I was born. So she was like my cool Aunt Lori. And I would go spend the night in her apartment when she was in her 20s and I was like eight. She lived in Dallas, but she was moving back to Washington, D.C. to be near my grandmother. And on I stayed with her and it was on Mother's Day. We went to an Applebee's and she had she told me. Hillary, I have to tell you something. I'm moving back to Washington, D.C. I, I just want to be up there with Grandma. And I started crying at the Applebee's. I truly was like eight years old. And she was so horrified. She's like, everybody thinks I'm your mother. And I'm like telling you that your dad and I are getting divorced at this <laughs> Applebee's. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't like Applebee's for that reason. Um, oh, the Sarah's response to Leslie was, OMG, it's burning my brain. The saddest awesome blossom TM as my high school boyfriend and I broke up, we broke up first, but still decided to still we decided to still go out to eat. I'm glad to hear we weren't alone. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes you have to end the relationship with one last awesome loss. <laughs> oh, um, Edward says Chili's not because it's all that different from the other mid tier eateries, Applebee's, TGI Fridays, etc. It's just dialed down a notch or two enough that I don't actively hate every minute being inside one. Mm-hmm. TGI Fridays is literally, literally what I imagined hell to be like. <laughs> Edward, what do you have against Flair? <laughs> no, come on, cutesy. It's ironic, kitschy. Mm. It's so ironic. <laughs> Um, Danny says, I'm with Hillary Livingston Butler. Chewy's pre-COVID was the best. I wish they would expand their COVID limited menu. No charro beans, no chili rellenos. Their steak burrito is fantastic. With restaurants from Colorado, Chicago, Ohio, and Virginia. That's Dan, darn near close to national. Hey, I agree. Well, fine. Bring them here. (laughs) I know. Right. Not stopping them. Get after it, Chewy's. Um, Linda says every once in a while I hit IHOP for breakfast and actually, so Dave sometimes would take the kids to IHOP and I'm like, we have Kirby Lane. Like, just go to Kirby Lane. It's right there. He's like, mm, they like IHOP better. All right. And it's fine. not much, it's not cheap. It's not much cheaper. No. And I feel like IHOP always has a pretty long wait. So kind of why mm-hmm. I avoid it, but I mean, I've been to plenty of IHOP in my time. Yeah, I can understand what Linda's saying. Like, sometimes maybe you're just in the mood for the IHOP experience. I think my uh, issue is with the deception that IHOP practices pretending that you're going there for breakfast. Yes. When so many of their items are just as hurt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those pancake concoctions, that's dessert, mm-hmm. my friends. Yep. Absolutely. I do like that they just bring you the individual pot of coffee. Yes. And and, just, and the like gallery of 
of syrup. Yeah. Yes. Like, mm. here you go. What do you want? I mean, I always just want maple, but you know, I'll fuck with some strawberry, I guess. Butter pecan. Once. That's <laughs> a good one. Birthday cake uh, pecan, batter. Pecan. Oh, <laughs> 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 gross. <laughs> Uh, Morgan says Red Robin Yum Red mm. Robin is my favorite That wasn't mentioned Endless fries And like Bobby at TGI Fridays It's the Whiskey River line I keep craving Especially yes. the wrap And she posted the YouTube link I assume I didn't watch it I, Because it'll get stuck in my head As it already was But I assume it's the Ad for Red Robin Yum It's just the sounder <laughs> It's it's just the um, What do they call that The uh, The stinger Yes The Red Robin Yum I, I think they have like a Red Robin here, or maybe a couple. I don't know if I've ever even been, but it, man, I get advertised it all the time. Yeah. I didn't grow up with it. There's one in Webster now that I'm long gone, but it wasn't there growing up. And I think that's probably why it wasn't mentioned is we didn't have that Pacific Northwest representation yeah. last episode. So. Yes, yes. Um, that's that's how we are with Ruby Tuesday. We don't have one, but we get the we get the Ads. commercials all the time. Yeah. 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 Um, and Lee says, old Chicago, a college friend and I went there a lot. We took turns paying. I think I owe her a pizza. Only about 15 years <laughs> late on that. <laughs> no, it's all right. You're lovely. So I think she's probably okay with it. Julie says, Kazuki Ramen and Izakaya, only 13 locations in the United States, Washington, Oregon, Illinois, Indiana, but expanding and many more in Japan, Australia, and Taiwan. If that's not national chainish enough, then macaroni grill. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to be fair, grill. Julie, we didn't say that the nationality was American. No, exactly. It's spread across. I mean, well, I mean, global. Yeah, when, exactly. When we have a conversation about uh, man, mass-produced gluttony, though, I feel like the America part is implied. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. an inclusive show, Bobby. <laughs> Worldwide gluttony is acceptable. <laughs> uh, Tanya says, "I'm such a sucker for claim jumper. I liter- have literally no excuse why. I have only heard of this. I have mm-hmm. never been." Didn't Luke used to talk about claim jumper? It's a lot of food. Mm-hmm. It's big food. Is it just how- like a? Is it like just a seafood buffet? Or- no, it's not seafood. Oh, it's why did just- I? American food. It's oh. kind of like Cheesecake Factory. Oh. Um, they had a really good salad bar. That's why I liked it. But my dad just called it the big food place yeah. <laughs> because it's giant plates. Oh. Like big food both in size and in breadth of choice. Yep. Got it. Claim jumper. Something for everyone. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. I've never been and I always see it in the Seattle area and despite having been to Seattle, I don't know, a dozen or more times now. I've still never, like, we haven't gotten that far down the list yet for it <laughs> to come up. I think you could, like, circle, I think you could circle back on Dentai Fog and just be like, you know what, let's just do, let's just play yeah. that back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Tomahawk Tuesdays, where you get a whole Tomahawk steak. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know what that is. It's like the, the oh, cut with the rib and the, steak with a oh, big bone. oh, yeah. oh. Isn't that a T-bone? No, no it's something else. I, don't I know mean, why. it looks, it look. I think it's all just for show, right? Uh-huh. I don't eat meat, so I they don't. We should know, probably change just... that name, though. Yep, probably to the Guardians mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, yeah. something <laughs> like that. Um, Anne Louise says, as a drama club veteran, I appreciate a restaurant with twenty four hour table service where you can get dinner and coffee for hours after the show. Yes. 
Steak and Shake is the one we had in my hometown, and I'm fairly sure the staff hated us. The drama kids? Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're like, As oh. a fellow drama kid, yeah, they hated us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we There's were nothing ditties. like a bunch of teenagers who are, like, hopped up on performance. Adrenaline. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. How annoying. We used to go to Denny's for that, and, you know... Uh, it, the problem is, is is with teens especially, it's like they split the check. Like nobody's mm-hmm. paying the whole bill. So it's like, can you split this up in six parts? And it's like one person yep. gets a coffee. One person <laughs> has like, so mm-hmm. annoying. Ugh. Sorry, staff of Steak and Shake. Um, Maggie says, um, taco time, if that's a restaurant. Um, Maggie, I love you. It's fast food. It's fast food. It doesn't count. Yeah. I love you, though. I know it's good, but. I feel like if it's a drive, if there's a drive through, it's out. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can't. Yeah, absolutely. Taco time. If that's a restaurant, Maggie, is there a question about that? <laughs> I mean, it is. It's more of a state of mind. <laughs> um, and then finally, John says, "Super big fan of Ruby Tuesdays when I lived near one. It was like an adult version of Big Boy that I loved as a kid." It really was all about the salad bar for me. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Not sure if all big boys had salad bars, but the one in Bay City, Michigan had one, and it felt like a reward for sitting through Catholic Mass <laughs> with my grandparents. <laughs> Actually, that's the best part of a salad bar is, I mean, I love a big salad, but like also that you get to eat before everybody else. You're like, I'm going to get my food now. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bobby, thank you for the picture of the tomahawk steak still racist but it makes a lot more sense to me now i did try to click to view menu and then realize it was just a picture (laughs) i'll send you the menu (laughs) with all this big boy talk does this mean we can go out with an outcast song sure Sure. yeah i'm always up for an outcast song. yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. um thanks y'all that was that was fun i think i knew we knew people would have feelings about a (laughs) mid-range as many feelings as we had y'all would have um, Good thing we're only an hour into the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the first thing on the claim jumper menu is lemon pepper zucchini, lightly fried zucchini spears topped with lemon pepper, parmesan, and sher- served with they're ranch so dipping good. sauce. Yes, please. They're, they're all their appetizers are very tasty. <laughs> I'm like, that sounds really good. Mm. Yeah. But it's that zucchini that's been in the garden a few weeks too long, so it's like it's 18 huge. inches oh, it's long. All watery and gross. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever done the thing where I've gone in with people and just gotten a raft of appetizers. I'd like to do that sometime. I do that Let's most do times. At Make our own that's... tapas, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. American Let's tapas. Let's do it. Uh, great. That's the next Tishi meetup. Yep. Mm-hmm. American Plane jumpers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. We're going into medium talk now. All right. We're going to have to stay on topic with this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Meredith's going to fall asleep. So. Based on the to... length of Christie's list here, we're going to be here. No. We're in danger. Well, no. I'm gonna, I've been editing. We'll just. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is a show topic that came up to us organically while we were talking through some other things. And it is what I have dubbed Tishi one and done. This is things that we have all tried once and said after trying it. No, thank you. Never again. Uh, Especially when these things are either popular, consistently popular, or perhaps gained popularity. And we just went the other way. We just, uh, uh, you know, there was a fork in the road and culture went one way and we just went the other. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Deeper into the woods, (laughs) away from all the people. Tishi, 
one and done. And Anne, since uh, you uh, inspired this topic on the fly when we were talking, I think you should go first. Yeah, I'm going to use the example that I gave when we started talking about this. I was very one and done on Pirates of the Caribbean. Not the Disney ride, but the <laughs> that, was my Johnny next, that was my next question. <laughs> the yeah. Johnny Depp movie. Like, I saw the first one, and it had something different. You know, it had Johnny Depp doing the Keith, Keith Richards, Richards. Yeah. you know. But it wasn't a good movie. And I was like, well, that's fine. But it was so popular. And I... Uh-huh. People who are uh, McElroy fans will may remember that Travis talked about seeing Pirates of the Caribbean in the theaters nine, nine times. What? what? Mm, yeah. well. Nine well, times. He's a questionable <laughs> I mean, human being in a yes, lot of ways. Is. But yes. Travis is his own category. But, you know, and then how many have they made? Six, seven, eight? So 14? many. So many. are they still, is there one in development? Who knows? And I, well, the Johnny only reason Depp- why... Is because he's like mildly canceled or majorly canceled, right. so I feel like that's right. like the only reason why they're like mm, maybe we should just drop those. And he he's been the only person left yep. in the franchise yep. for many movies now, right? Orlando mm-hmm. Bloom left. I mean, Kira Knightley, Knightley left. isn't still involved. No, she left. Port, like post, she was um, like goodbye. Not shocked I, at all. Yes. Yep. But people seem to love it and just have a fantastic time. And I was like. Yeah, this is dumb. I feel like I and to, to be here, I have not seen a one of these because I was like, this is not for me. I do not enjoy mm-hmm. this. I don't. I never went on the ride. I don't really care that much. And I'm not a huge even pre cancellation. I wasn't like a huge Johnny Depp fan. Um, it feels like to me, it was one of those that was there was such low expectations, and everybody mm-hmm. was like, you know what, that was great, and and that, that and it fine. like it made it it like expand it too much where mm-hmm. it just is like, no, it actually wasn't that good, but it, like I, it was maybe slightly better than you thought it was going to be after I, being I, named for a ride. Right. Uh, you'd see, mm-hmm. that's the weird thing. Yeah. I mean, the weird mm-hmm. thing <laughs> is where did that idea come from to take this weird, semi creepy animatronic ride and make a movie out of it. And now the real tragedy of this all is that it worked one time and yes. they made a lot of money, and now they're like, "What other Disney ride? Jungle do? Cruise? Are talking about Jungle Cruise I that am. came out this week? There have to have been yeah. more as well, right? And Jungle Cruise got Country Bears, panned Country Bears. Like, what other mm-hmm. Disney property? Yes, that has no. I'm gonna say intellectual rigor, but I mean that's not what I require. But you know, there. I mean, there's no there there. There's no yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. The Onion nailed it when they sent the headline out a couple of weeks ago. Jungle Cruise hailed as thrilling reminder to cancel Disney+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw one about what's next. It's a small world. Can you imagine? That would be God. like, they should make it a nice. horror film. Then it might be funny. <laughs> I saw the Pirates of the... That, that's like one of my favorite rides at Disneyland. And I saw it at the drive-in. We dressed up like pirates and then wow. by the end, I'm like, oh, no, I don't like <laughs> this, this. Was, this was not good. I was excited and I regret yeah. that choice. I hate this. <laughs> yeah, the ride is kind of fun in a sort of janky, grubby kind of way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Oh, wait, here we go. Every Disney movie based on theme park rides, including Jungle Cruise, Jungle Cruise, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Haunted Mansion, Tower yes. of Terror. Mm. Wait, I got to actually click yeah. through the link to what? see the rest of these. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Haunted Mansion, Tower of Terror, Dinosaur. I don't know what that mm. is. Mission to Mars. Okay. Country Bears. Tomorrowland. That's not based on a specific ride. It's based on an area of yeah, Epcot. Mm-hmm. Disneyland, Disney World, Tokyo Disneyland. So, okay. So, like eight? We're running out. There's just going to be a new movie about the Disney Vacation Club where it's like two hours of navigating a timeshare pitch. <laughs> oh, what about a horror film about Disney loving adults? I was going to say Disney adults. Oh, <laughs> well, um, and, re- and really the problem is... My aunt is... and her husband. <laughs> oh, it's no. scary. We it's all have scary. that person and, in our And the, the thing about the development at Disney is they're not making any original content that they could then base a movie off. They're taking movies and now turning it into areas yeah. in Disneyland. Yep. So Cars Land and Frozen mm-hmm. Land and Star, Star Wars, Wars and Land Marvel. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. So really, the snake can only eat its tail for so long, and then they're going to be bankrupt of any non-used property. I don't know. Yep. They're just going to keep buying more companies and figuring yep. it out. Probably. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to get ESP on the ride the movie. <laughs> uh, I guess we can just go in order here. And yeah. I think yeah. mine is one that I have mentioned before, but it's been a while and it's probably going to be controversial. I'm not talking about the movies. I'm talking about the books. Harry Potter. Now, did you read one of the books? I read the first book. Okay. And I, I will hold for everyone to say but they get better and i'll say okay but the first one didn't do it for me oh no 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 no. i'm with with you know i'm never gonna argue with that with my schitt's creek turd in the punch bowl analogy (laughs) 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 hey that's on my list (laughs) i didn't even make it through one episode of schitt's creek yeah there you go there you go it's it seems a little odd bobby just in the fact that you are dead center of the bullseye of the age group for mm-hmm. Harry Potter because you yes. and Matt are the same age and Matt was the one mm-hmm. who brought Harry Potter to me who introduced that to me yeah. so it's a little I mean but you 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 probably were busy watching Murder She Wrote at the yeah. time so. <laughs> right now back then it would have been Columbo or Perry Mason sure <laughs> Columbo <Yeah. laughs> so it was uh, too young for you I have is seen, what you're saying I have seen all of the movies not um not end-to-end intentionally, but because I will come home and Sam will have Freeform on on a weekend. Yes. And so... They're always just, on. They're right. always on, yeah. Almost I've seen, constantly. I've seen every minute of every Harry Potter movie several times over, but just in 20-minute chunks. Yeah. Uh, right. And they're fine. They're good movies. Like, they did a great job, you know, creating content there, but it, it, the books just didn't do it. And I read all three of... Uh, uh, what's the Hunger, Hunger Games, Games books? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you know, third one, whatever. But the like, third one sucked. But the right. first two were good. But the Hunger but Games the was one. doing some interesting stuff in right. there. Like it had some themes that it was talking about right from the get go. I kind of liked. But I, you know, you're you're right. The first couple of Harry Potter books, especially, are children's books yeah. in right. a way that the last books in the series weren't. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, so. That's my Jesus character that I'm not wild about. <laughs> the one. And uh, you kind of spoiled my first one, which is Schitt's Creek. 
Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I, I really had a reaction in general. It deserves so. more discussion anyway. I, I thought it was going to be the Supreme Court. <laughs> I don't like the Supreme Court. I don't like South Carolina. I don't like Schitt's Creek. Anything with sour SC, cream. Sour cream. Actually, I love sour hey, cream. Hey, now. I would never say anything bad about you, sour cream. Um, no, we tried. Um, I was fully expecting to like it. Like, I'm fully the demo. I, I think that I should like it. Um, but we watched the first episode and we're like, yeah, all right. Yeah, like I get it. You know, I get it. Like I, I get Dan Levy's whole thing. I love him. He's great, but I feel like he does a thing, and that's all he does. And I understand it, and I've seen it a million times, even though I've never seen the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's fine, not for me. Yeah, and I feel like we caveat this with like no judgment if you like any of this stuff. Right. Like nobody's no, everybody judging. likes yeah. it. We're and, the weirdos. Yeah. We're the outliers here. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. I fully expect to get skewered for not liking this. It just, I, and it's not like I hate it. I just didn't. It I wasn't right. gripped that, by it like everybody else seemed to be. Yeah, that's the whole point of this topic is right. that other people really seem to, that we are distinctly in the minority yes. on this. Yes. Yeah. So come Finally, at me if you like. It doesn't Tishi matter. I'm not going to change my mind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, the, yeah, the, the five white people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. She is the minority. The subtotal on this segment is not for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's yes. all. Yeah. yeah. And it's confusing. Like, it, it, I should like that show. Yeah, and maybe I should give it more of a try, but I just don't really care. I already know what people are going to say. Like, you're not supposed to like them the first episode because well, they are not despicable it. people. It's not that I don't. I know that. I know. I I'm just saying it. that's what people right. are going to say to you. And I can watch a show with awful people. That's not an issue. Mm-hmm. It's just this one didn't grab me for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of shows with awful people, because I know we have no time for for distractions here, but I have to do this. Um. I, I forget if I asked on Tuesday night if we have It's Always Sunny watchers among us. Am I the only you one? Did. You did ask. You, you okay, are the I'm only the one. one. Yeah. Well, for all of you out there who like It's Always Sunny, we're pulling a little Mac and Charlie's mom experiment this weekend. My mother and my mother-in-law are spending the weekend together. My mm. mom is staying at my mother-in-law's house. Sounds so dangerous. I will report back. They've already sent a Thelma and Louise picture of the two of them drinking together. Oh, no. This is a disaster waiting to happen. <laughs> or... You know, maybe greatness. Or it could consolidate our costs. We have to <laughs> yeah. figure out where to warehouse them. Um, on that note, I'm going to do my first one. Um, decidedly a little like um, a little more like edgy. I don't know. Um, you know, as previously discussed on this show, I have tried a fair share of drugs. Sorry, Dad. Um, and there have been some that I liked, and I was in Los Angeles and everybody, and actually they have gained more popularity um, since I tried them. But um, I had a friend that was like, let's do shrooms. And I was like, okay, fine. I was 24, 25. I was like, yeah, look, let's, let's do it. I fucking hated it. And I was like, never again. And it, I felt like such a, I, what's the, you know, when people are like, I'm so left brained, left brain means you're like artistic, right? Like you're yep. kind of, okay, I'm not left brained. I am right brained because I, everybody was seeing like mystical, magical things on frolicking <laughs> on the beach. And I was like, I'm tired. I want to go to bed. Like, I just felt like I was stoned, but in a really annoying way where everybody was being annoying to me and I was tired. So Hillary, never again. I'm fully on board. I mean, <laughs> I already passed my background check, so I can say this now, but I tried them once and I just felt terrible and cried the whole yes! time. Yes. I was like, this um, sucks. It might have had something to do with the fact that I was at a fish concert. Oh, no. That is <laughs> awful. 
So I probably would have been I crying. I feel like you anyway. would have cried already. Yeah. yeah. Totally. But it was a really awful. I just, it was hard. I, I was like, I think I was a teenager and it was just a really unpleasant experience. Hated well, it. Would not as, do it again. As somebody who does enjoy drugs from time to time, I really, I like something where I know when the end point is going to be. I work well with like time limits. Like I work well mm-hmm. when I know when something's going to end and like with weed or whatever, I kind of know when it's going to end with sh- shrooms. I was just like, I don't know when this is going to end and it doesn't really feel that good. I also feel that way about a fish song. I'm like, when yeah, is this going to end? Know when it's going to end and it's not good. I like a pop song because I want like <laughs> two minutes like, and you're done. I mean, it's a short commitment. Um, so yeah, I, I really, really didn't like them. It did not sit well with me and I yeah. didn't get the like, Oh, I'm going to see different co- like a new color that oh, I had never I noticed see anything I didn't see anything I just and I, felt bad I I felt like it was when people were looking at those 3d um, or whatever those you know pictures oh, where sure. you yeah, <laughs> like can't you see the dolphin jumping out of the sea like, no. I can't see it I can't see it <laughs> so yeah that was that's my thing and and it's weird because it seems so early 2000s to me and now I feel like people are like oh yeah like that's something that every that people are doing again yeah. I'm like, what I think no. they decriminalized it in Ann Arbor. Oh, that's very specific. I mean, I guess it's the college. Well, city, yeah. 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 No, thanks. I'm, I'm so boring that when I saw mushrooms on the list, it just thought like, I had them on my pizza once and didn't like <laughs> no, it. No, no. Yeah. I love, a, listen, a pepperoni and mushroom pizza. Hell yeah. Like, I will fuck with that. But oh my God, yes. Drug, drug mm-hmm. mushrooms. No, thank you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. My first one is Doctor Who. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I respect that. I agree with yes. you. It's so terrible and so cheesy. And yeah. there was a point when everyone was into it. My sister has her front door painted like the the telephone box oh, or whatever. Wow. It is. The TARDIS. Yeah. Like, the, like so many people in my life are super into it. And um, my brother-in-law got a hat and a scarf. And I was like, oh, what's this? And I watched one and I'm like, this is it. This is what people. I mean, it's so cheesy and cheap looking. Yeah, especially uh, the ones from the seventies and eighties yeah. are yeah, right. inc- like. Yeah. Uh, now, my mom and my brother love Doctor Who, so we have so does some, Dave like, VHS tapes and stuff. Yeah. And there's a, a very famous uh, story called the Ark in Space, where they're in I don't know this spaceship that has cryogenically frozen people and there's a monster in there and there's the monster larvae which is literally a person wrapped in green bubble wrap <laughs> yeah and you're like okay so it takes like you have to be charmed by the jankiness of yes. it mm-hmm. and yes. if you're mm-hmm. not then you're just not no. gonna be into it um dave loves it I said it looked Sorry, like Mighty Morphin. I know. No, it's okay. I said it looked like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers when I watched it. Mm. But one time I was like, somebody told me I looked like, you know, there's always the doctors change out and mm-hmm. like the sidekick ladies change out. And one time somebody told me I looked like one of the sidekick ladies. And so I was like, oh, like I'll start watching this. Which one? Like Billy Piper. Billy Piper. Yeah. yeah. That's the, that's yeah. the season I watched. And I was like, I oh, you didn't even yeah. watch the cheesy ones. No. no. Well, well, I mean, come on. <laughs> I've, so I've seen enough Doctor Who to know that first season of the late reboot with Billy. But that's a rough. I mean, but that's I, with David Tennant, right? No, no, that's with Christopher yeah. Eccleston. Right. Yeah, there's an episode where he takes 
Billy Piper like 50,000 years into the future and the last human, the lady Cassandra, is still alive and she's like a, a skin canvas with a face stretched mm-hmm. over a frame. And that's all that's Ew. left of humanity. And it's unbelievably dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I have watched a lot of Doctor Who and I, I appreciate it for its moments of you know, I, it's a hard show to watch all of and like all of. Weirdly, the one that I've seen <clears throat> the most, <clears throat> excuse me, is not Doctor Who. For whatever reason, I fell into Dave making me watch Torchwood, and I have seen every episode. It was terrible. Oh, the spinoff. The spinoff show. <laughs> <laughs> Which Dave was like, did you know that that's like an anagram of Doctor Who? And I was like, oh, God, you're such fucking dorks. But whatever. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, no, I, I, I will kind of peer at it from time it doesn't like offend me where i'm just like mm-hmm. ugh, no but i'm it's never anything i would watch unless dave was like sort of semi-forcing me to watch it all right and it's back to me yes um i have just never been able to get into the walking dead oh people no. Mm-hmm. No. i actually mm-hmm. watched a whole season of it and like it's a like a well-done show but I and this comes to mind because my mom told me that she just binged the most recent season like in three days. I'm like, okay, great, but I just couldn't because it was people who were the monsters all along, (laughs) you know, Uh, it's that sort of thing. And it's so bleak, like, I can't care about people whose death is inevitable, these few people who. I, they're not going to repopulate society. They're yeah. just going to either get killed by the zombies or kill each other, and then everybody's going to be dead. And, like, what am I going to get from that? I feel like so, by the time this yeah. show came out, I was so burnt out on the idea of zombies and zombie mm-hmm. movies and zombie shows. I was just yeah. like, oh, enough. Like, I didn't even try. But- I liked it for a couple seasons, but then I'm like, it's just sweaty people walking. They're just walking and walking and walking. And not just the walk, not just the zombies. The people are just constantly walking and finding like, oh, there's other people. Oh, weird. They want to kill us. Truth and advertising. I guess. And, yeah. and people love it so much. And mm-hmm. Norman yeah. Reedus got to be a huge star from yeah. it. Although but he's just sweaty. Kind of no, not yeah. my kind yeah. of guy. Needs a shower. Yep. Yeah. And although that was the first place I saw uh, John Bernthal, and I'm like, okay, I will take that. Thank you very much. (laughs) But then, you know, he's not still on it. So, but I, you know, there, I know there are like watch parties and Mm -hmm. I, magazine articles. And I'm just like, no, no, for me, I acknowledge the like value of it and the craft in it, but it's, you know, no, thank you. Do any of us have Lost on our list? I don't see it. Um, that's definitely... I have never even seen an episode, so I considered yep. it. I tried, but I just really just did not care. Yeah. It, I had a weird thing. I missed the pilot, and there was something about... You know, this was all pre-streaming and everything, mm-hmm. but the fact that I like missed the opening episode, I was just like... Nah. Yeah. Like if I Too haven't late. seen the first one, I don't want to mm-hmm. no, continue yeah. into it. I feel like there's also because I loved it, but I don't know if I watched it now. I feel like it was like a time and place thing, like because you would watch it and then you would go to work 
and then everyone was talking about yes, it. like what yeah, did you yeah. think this meant and what did you see yeah. and did you see that like i that feel like really work the same way like no, in none no. of the <laughs> this is so shallow but none of the guys really appealed to me to like <laughs> <spark> <laughs> you gotta interest, have a look you know you do <laughs> like sure. matthew fox uh, i'm i was like Meh, he's about, like one of those mm. guys that you're like objectively i can see that he's good looking yep. but like it's mm. not for me and josh yeah. holloway i just the long-haired guy is just yeah not and he was jam. also always sweaty too sweaty yeah. and dirty yeah, yeah. <laughs> like hurley was the only guy that was kind of okay and he was just like played like the clown yeah yep. yeah he's like the fat guy clown so yeah that's yeah speaking of fat guy clowns it's my turn <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's a stereotype i would really like to see overturned as yeah, the totally. fat guy clown stereotype. Totally. yeah i mean i do own not one but two hawaiian shirts um <laughs> but do you have a red nose <laughs> <laughs> no and i also hate the movie patch adams but we'll save that for another <laughs> Um, I love it. So, you know, yeah. fight. To, yeah, let's go. Uh, boy, you know, it's not on my list. Um, but since we're talking about, you know, relative prestige television that didn't do it for us, I guess I'll just go off list and say Breaking Bad. Oh. I don't know why. I watched the first several episodes. I think we got through the first half of the first season or something. And it just, it just didn't... Uh, I don't know. I can't agree click. with you there. I love that show. Me I too. And I still do. And like a show that I know smart people loved and it just didn't, I don't know. It just didn't hit me right. Yeah. I, I should probably it, go back and give it another try in a few years. Maybe. It's uh, kind of a crappy feeling though, um, to, for whatever reason, not click with a show that like all of your friends like, and yeah. you're like, why don't mm-hmm. I like this? I actually, I soldiered through three seasons of Breaking Bad, and it's just like The Walking Dead, but better than The Walking Dead, in that I was like, okay, this is a really interesting thing that's saying something, but it just got so bleaker dark. and yeah. bleaker, oh, and I, so you dark. know, you guys know I am such a lawful good person, like, I have a hard time, like, how do I root for somebody yeah. in this? Who's mm-hmm. Who's the hero? Who's the good person? Like, I can't root for walter white to succeed yeah well the bad guy in that whole movie is the american um medical, medical system yeah, yeah. yep yep <laughs> we're like yes. that's it that's all yep. i got on breaking bad are you but skipping I, your next one or am i going well next? no i i took you. breaking bad we'll just count that as my next one i i crossed mm-hmm. it out there and, and meredith since i think you have one that's also if i'm reading my acronym and guessing correctly you also yeah. have a television show yes yeah my next one is a television show that everyone else loves and i hate and that is game of thrones um i think we I, um several of us had this under yeah, yeah yeah i guess it's probably it's not that uncommon to not like the show, but I, I tried, I really, really tried. And I like, you know, I like this kind of show. Like I, it, this is right at my alley, but I, I watched the first episode. And as soon as I saw those little puppies, I was like, God damn it. I don't want to watch those puppies get right? killed. And <laughs> I think I actually maybe made it through more than one episode. And there was one where they were doing like a jousting match early on and the horse got its head cut off. And I was like, Mm-mm. Nope, the end. Mm-mm. Never yeah. mind. Oh. I'm not watching this anymore. And I like turned it off immediately. And I was like, well, that's enough. Like I can't, the, the incest didn't like do it. 
it <laughs> it wasn't that mm-hmm. it was like the animals dying that I was just like this is stupid I don't want to watch this this is gonna because that sort of stuff like haunts my dreams yeah. like yeah. I, mm-hmm. it sticks in my head and I can't get it out and I hate it and I just I've realized that I just don't need that in my life and it's bad for my mental health so I yeah. just stopped yeah. <laughs> yeah smart well I think it's kind of like Anne being like I don't like uh you know you being a law-abiding citizen, not that Meredith's not a law-abiding citizen, but like eh, that affects, but that affects Anne and the animal stuff is like really affect, you know, yeah. it's just like you have to recognize what's like not going to be, even in a fictional sense. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't enjoy this. I mean, senses. I know they didn't really kill a horse. I know. No, that, no, no. But... It's like when I watched the never ending story and I like lost my shit when the, you know, a tray or whatever. Died <laughs> yeah. into the yeah. sand. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's traumatizing, yeah. even if it's not yeah. real. I have a hard time with that in books, too. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I, you know, I also made it through three seasons of Game of Thrones and actually three and a half of the books. But, you know, like all the other things that I don't like, it was such a bleak yeah. reflection, actually, mm-hmm. of reality in a world where the the point of the season or the series and the books was that um, the bad people win. Right. And if you're a good person and you have principles and you stand up for those principles, uh, you're going to get your head and chopped off. And then you off. get killed. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. And it's just going to be the terrible people scrabbling over power, which, you know, is somewhat of a reflection of American society and yeah. in a larger sense, global society. Yep. And I don't need to watch it in my escapist happy time. Yes, exactly. True. <laughs> True that. Um, well, I agree with Game of Thrones. I, I think I've said this before, but I walked downstairs and Dave was watching it and it was like a ladies like fisting each other and I was like I'm good I don't really need to watch this this can be for you <laughs> yeah a lot of casual yeah. exploitation there's a lot of yeah. that for like okay I'm not a prude about it but like there has to be a reason for it like yep. don't just do it because mm-hmm. oh like we're on HBO and we can like oh, that's not good yep. enough yeah. well and also there's like oh th- like opposite there's like a lot of hot guys on it and then they rape people <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah oh okay oh, now you're gross <laughs> I don't yeah. like you anymore right um Okay, mine is decidedly not television. It is a sport that I don't enjoy. And I've actually done it twice, so semi-breaking the rules. One was under duress, but I do not like skiing. (laughs) I don't like skiing. I wish I did. Um, When I was a kid, that was like definitely... We were the family that went to the beach on a vacation, and other people went to like Colorado for spring break. And I have this theory that I think you sort of, in order to really enjoy skiing or... I don't know, be good at it. You sort of need to learn when you're a little bit younger or closer to the ground or something like not scared to fall. I was in, I was like 13 or 12 or 13 when I went, I went on a church trip, which is funny that I was like, yeah, it's, I, I don't really go to church, but I'll go on this church skiing trip. And I just don't like it. I don't like being really cold as previously mentioned i really hate schlepping shit around it doesn't feel like a vacation when i'm like ugh, like i have to like carry all these heavy boots and stuff and i just wasn't that good at it i wasn't terrible it wasn't like i fell all the time i kind of you know got myself together and could do it but every time i was just like girding my loins to get down the the mountain and i'm like i'm so nervous and then i get down i'm like okay shoot that wasn't so bad and then I would do it again, and I'd be scared again. I did it. I liked being on a ski lift. Like, weirdly, I thought that was really fun. But skiing is not for me. I do not like it. I do not enjoy it. There's nothing. I will go to a – I love a mountain. I will go to a mountain lodge. I will have a hot toddy. I will – 
praise you for your skiing prowess or your snowboarding mm-hmm. prowess, what have you. It is not for me, though. Understandable. I agree. Yes. I have that as well. Yes. hate it. <laughs> skiing um, is something that's really good if or fun if you're really good at it. Yes. Yes. And you're confident. Like, swish, 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 yes. swish. I mean, I'll watch, you know, Bodie Miller or whoever, you yeah. know, Molly, um, Molly's game, Molly <laughs> ski or whatever, <laughs> but, but I, uh, not for me. Peekaboo street. I learned to downhill ski yes. a couple of, few years ago. And at first it was super fun. And the more I did it, the more nervous and scared I got because the more I would accumulate falls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, yeah. I would, I would like, okay, I understand how it feels to do a good job at this. And then I also understand how dangerous it is. Yeah. Like how stupid. And then I would like be up at the top of the mountain and be like, how stupid is it that I'm like strapping like- these slippery things to my feet and then yep. falling down a mountain? That's really dumb. And like, I, I fell one time and kind of clonked my head. I was wearing my helmet obviously, but it really kind of shook me up. And yeah. I was like, nope, no more for the day. And then I think I was done for the that trip. Like, no more skiing for me. It just sort of, like, made me way too nervous. It's a really scary thing. But it is also super fun when you're kind of, like, in the zone. But I don't know if it's worth it. I'm very 50-50 on it. Both <laughs> Natasha Richardson and Sonny Bono, I think, they died, died from skiing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> one could argue that it was more the crashing into the tree that yes. killed Sonny Bono. Right. Yes. Yeah. But still, I mean, I have so – because – it's very uh, skiing, snowboard heavy around here. Like yeah. we had ski school. Like every Saturday, the rich kids would like take a bus right this to is the mountains. I, I never skied because I wasn't. I didn't yeah, have it's money a rich, for ski club in high school. It's a rich people's right. sport, right? Yeah. And I have I have so many friends that have like had to have knee replacements before the age of forty because of skiing. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> I can barely walk as it is. I'm very clumsy. I, don't need- <laughs> I, I went once too, and I was like, no, take these things off me. I'm never doing but, this again. Uh, I do not enjoy this. Yeah. All right. My next one is gin. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to like it because of, you know, gin and juice song and really wanted to be cool. You wanted and to get I- that tonic and gin. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I tried it. And it tastes like you're eating a Christmas tree. It, it does. Really and it I was really out. Does. It really and does. the worst part is there's so many like fun cocktail things that they put mixes with it, like craft cocktails. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I see the gin, I'm out. Yeah. We can't do it. You know, I didn't the first I didn't like it before I was even legally able to drink. Well, that never stopped me. But before I like <laughs> drink, um, we read 1984 and like seventh grade i think and they described it as oily and tasting Ooh. of juniper Ooh. in that book and that yep. really just like set the stage that like, nails oh, this it this is gross mm-hmm. and it's yeah. accurate and and i don't like it still there have been like maybe one or, there's like one cocktail that i've ever had where it had gin in it and i was like oh this is pretty good i don't even taste the gin but mm-hmm. it's good because i don't <laughs> taste the gin yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, I used to really like gin and tonic was my, you know, when I was in my twenties, I'm like, I'm going to have a drink. Like this is going to be my drink of choice. And now when I drink it, it just, it does. It tastes like grass. Like mm-hmm. it just tastes like yeah. I can, I can drink it fine, but it's not something I'm like, I want some gin right now. Just as, as not super appealing to me. So you're saying you're going to get a vodka martini and not a gin martini. I know. Totally. I feel like I did. I Doing the James Bond. Did he do gin martinis? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what, like, cool people do, and I'm not cool, yeah. so. Well, he also <sighs> shakes his martini, which waters it down, and there's a dumb thing, so whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Are we back to Bobby? 
I think we are. Um, golf. <laughs> I I played in one uh, scramble tournament in high school after some practice on the driving range, and uh, I, I love mini golf. Um, <laughs> but actual golf, uh, drinking in the sun for three hours sounds great, but then to have to be intermittently athletic doing it. Yeah. No, just sit by the pool. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I just, it's just, it's the summer version of skiing, but less intense. Like yes. mm-hmm. I could sit at the 19th hole and I'll catch you when you get there and I'll be three <laughs> drinks in. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't like, I'll watch golf on a Saturday afternoon. It's a great way to take a nap, but playing golf just didn't do it for me. And I, it's tough in my line of work because there's a certain subset of, Guys yeah, who I would sure. like to cultivate as donors, board yeah. members, yes. etc., who would love nothing more than to take me out golfing. Mm-hmm. And I just look at them and I go, ah. no. You could caddy for them? That's a weird <laughs> power dynamic. That would pretty yeah. much be my position socially already. So, yeah. In no. my experience in Texas, it was either you were a golfer or you learned to shoot skeet. That was yeah. the other option. Right. Yeah. You could do that too. Well, as a chubby guy in my 30s, my choices are to... Uh, smoke brisket or or become <laughs> yeah. like a craft cocktail creator like brew my or brew my own beer yeah you need yeah. to grow your beard longer if you're gonna go that route but yeah. yeah yep golf is one of those things where when i see people do it i'm like yeah that makes sense to me that looks like it should be easy whereas if i watch someone pole vault i'm like hell if i know how that works like i can't understand how i would get my body to do that but golf makes sense in the motion of it but it must be a lot harder than it looks yeah yeah no i mean i harder and annoying i do enjoy watching golf and i was a tiger apologist for a long time and i loved watching him play um but yeah i think it is mind-numbingly boring to actually play it i don't even it like it makes my shoulder hurt to look yeah. at it i mean yeah. i have a shoulder injury but still like even before that <laughs> i know yeah I, I love mini golf because the effort to pay off ratio is in the right like it's it's <laughs> yes. well balanced but putt is very low effort and <clears throat> i don't you don't have to be good at it to uh, make an ass of yourself get over competitive yeah it yep. doesn't have the same like racist and sexist history either. Yes, yes, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I think also the thing about golf is when you watch it on TV, you're watching the real good people play. There's yeah, a lot right. of people who are extremely unathletic who yes. play golf too. So there must mm-hmm. be some way to get some benefit out of it. Yeah. I mean, that's why the alcohol and the grass. The old dudes like it because they. Th- it's kind of like what you said, Anne. It's like it doesn't seem like it's that. It's not basketball. It's not football where you have to be super athletic. You don't. Ha- in order to have a base amount of play, you don't have to be ripped and in like premium athletic right. shape. Mm-hmm. You just have to it's walk. It's more about technique, right? Yes. Like you have yes. to know how to swing the dang. These guys aren't thing. in the squash court anymore. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's an excuse for men to not be around their families for like eight hours. Which oh, listen, yeah. which mm-hmm. listen, sometimes I wish certain people did in my yeah. certain people in my house would maybe do that sometimes because I want to and go take learn. the kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Either bet Bridget you... and Rory would love golf. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Rory's been Rory's been with my dad and oh, my husband to play. I know mm-hmm. he has a little tiny yeah. golf set that my sister gave him it's kind of cute he's not gonna be the next tiger unless he gets (laughs) yeah i know he's already too late i know because yeah tiger was like two 
Yeah. 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 If you hate your family, you have to either get super into golf or get really into mowing your lawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the oh. rule. All right. My next one, speaking of drinking, is so when I was like 21, 22 and started going to bars, because when I was an underage drinker, I would just two fist a thing of vodka and a thing of of yellow unsweetened grapefruit juice that was my (laughs) just one after the other um like alternating yes i didn't want to ruin the vod ruin the grapefruit juice with the vodka because Mm -hmm. i liked the Mm -hmm. i liked the sour grapefruit juice chasing it with that and then just a lifetime of heartburn no no i'm fine not when you're not when you're 20 when you're 20 you guys are nice uh not when you're 14 yeah Mm -hmm. um so when i started going to bars legally i was like i'm going to order a cocktail and i was like hmm i don't know any cocktails let's see (laughs) what have i heard of and i was like manhattan that's a drink (laughs) and i I was like oh this is disgusting (laughs) i think like i think you did well to come up with manhattan i get the sense that a lot of teenagers or 21 year olds are like uh long island i see (laughs) yeah well i think actually that's probably better i think that's the first cocktail i ordered when i was 19 and went to canada because you can drink at 19 there and a lot of michiganders do that on their 19th birthdays and i didn't also know what to drink then and i think that was the the cocktail that i ordered and it was probably Mm. like 12 dollars and tasted like shit um but i would take that over a manhattan (laughs) (laughs) i mean honestly i i actually might like it now because i've developed a taste for bourbon um but manhattan is bourbon vermouth bitters of two different kinds with a cherry and it looks really cool and it sounds cool to order, but I did not like it. And I remember like barely even being able to like drink it, half of one at the it, bar. Definitely. The first time I had one, I think I thought it was going to be more like my first drink ordering at a bar when I didn't really know what to order was like a Midori sour or a whiskey oh. sour. Oh, those were so good. And I was like, mm, this is so good. And I think oh I thought God. a Manhattan was going to be like Midori. that. And mm-hmm. a Manhattan is not. It I mean, sounds Manhattan. cool. It doesn't taste yeah. cool. I think I ordered after that, I moved on to like Bailey's on the rocks for a long <laughs> yeah. time, which is like the most college girl drink you can drink. Excuse me, can I get a I don't know, amaretto sours <laughs> yeah. are pretty... Amaretto pretty. sour, yes, and amaretto Those sour. so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet I'd hate it now. <laughs> Chrissy, you and I have to take turns, like, barfing. We're like... Whoa. I know. <laughs> um, guys, I got a question from a non-drinker here. Mm-hmm. What's vermouth? It's like a weird... It's a liqueur. fortified wine. It's like a... Ew! you asked well i'm sorry barely like so you put like a tiny bit of it like when you make a martini you basically spray it in the glass before you put anything else on it's like there for a slight bit of flavor i guess but it's never held a lot of appeal to me it has sort of a botanically thing to it there's different kinds of vermouth uh meredith i I, we're, we're not trying to persuade anyone on these things, so I'm not going to tell you this, but I will, I will offer next time we're all together. And of course, Tishi folks may know that, uh, dates with Kate and I, Kate Bergstrom and I, uh, will drink Manhattans all night together when I'm in Seattle. That's one of our longstanding traditions now. I will happily make you one that I hope won't repulse you. Yeah. And you know what? I think I, cause I like bourbon now and I think that was the yeah. big the the roadblock for me um yeah. so i would i think i probably should try it but i'm not going to buy all these things and have it at home so right and yeah. i'm also not going to bars right now so <laughs> next time it's safe to do so i will i would be happy to have you well, make me a 
a Manhattan. And you have to you have to go to a decent bar for a good Manhattan because you go to a place that has like a nice bar with good liquor and they, the bartenders know what they're doing and you'll get a good Manhattan. But if you go to the Playmore uh, near Will's house outside of Seattle and you order a Manhattan and they say, we don't have any vermouth, how about some cherry juice? And then pour it from uh, the tray at the bar and uh, just drain it from the cherries. No. <laughs> okay. So, you know, it's one of those things that could have a real wide range. Well, remind me to not do that next yeah, time no. we're there. Um, okay. For my last one, this is something I've truly only had once. I will never have it again. So, um, a few years ago, my mom had like a leftover gift certificate to, um, the Elizabeth Arden salon that my grandmother had given her. And she was like, I need to use this up. It's going to expire. Cause in Texas gift certificate, I had expire. no idea there was an Elizabeth Arden salon. <laughs> there is. I don't know if it's still open. It's at Northwest highway. And is it 65 and up? only probably so my mom made me go and I, I must have been my 20s it was before I was I don't know I'd gotten a massage before but I never really I I, I guess I didn't know the lingo anyway so she, my mom goes in to get her massage and they said oh what kind of massage would you like and I said oh whatever my mom's getting that's fine well it turns out she was getting a deep tissue massage and I was in so much pain Rough. I've now I, yeah. I was like is it going to calm down after this? And she just kept like <laughs> digging in more and more. And it was the most painful, like 90 minutes of my life. I was like, cause I wasn't expecting it. And I was too young to probably say, you know, when you're too scared to be like, I don't like this. <laughs> this right. does not feel good. Well, and you don't have any pain at that age where a no, tissue massage no. is necessary. <laughs> I had no back pain. I, yeah, I had no pain whatsoever. And she, and was you just, don't understand that you can say, oh, no, thank you. Like, no, like you go the fact that, you are the consumer in yes. this scenario. It sort yes. of doesn't occur when you're that yeah. young. Yes. Just getting paid I mean, let's, let's be honest. I probably wouldn't say anything now. Oh, I, I now Same. I'm, I'm still like, Oh no, that's fine. That, no, that's okay. I mean, I, when I get a pedicure and I have to like tell them like, no, I want it shorter. Like, cause sometimes they, I like, I want my, my toenails to be like, as short as possible when they cut them mm-hmm. and they leave a little bit. I'm still like, oh, I don't want to tell them again that I really, yeah. I don't want to see any white right there. Like I feel like such an asshole. I don't want to be that customer, but yes. And that kit scenario. And it just did not, it was not for me. Like I do like my feet rub pretty hard, but like my lower back being punched on, I I was like, <laughs> I felt like I was levitating off of the bed. I was like, oh, like every time. So never again. I'm and done. you leave the massage like totally tensed up. <laughs> it's literally the opposite of what's supposed to happen. I'm like, I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that. And I told my mom, like, that was really hurt. And she said, well, I got a deep tissue massage. Like, what, what did you get? And I said, the same thing as you. She was like, no, I don't. I should have told you. No, that was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. I'm well, sure it great. depends on the massage therapist, yes. too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And maybe now I would like it more because I'm an aged lady I had with a sore back then maybe I would like it okay but at the time no it was good I think you have to go in knowing it's an investment in the future it's gonna hurt like hell <laughs> and then for that hour and then yes. the next morning you're gonna be like oh yeah things got knocked loose yeah. and right and but it's all about the, <laughs> I mean I've gotten massages where someone has decided that like you need to hit your pressure points a certain way and then they're just pounding on a part of my hips that hurts like oh, hell yes yeah and I'm like this is not no, this is this not, is not relaxing. I know. Mm-mm. I know. 
And there's such a difference <laughs> having a massage from a man versus having a massage from a woman. Yes. It, not in any like negative way. It's just that men have such strong hands. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And you're like, oh, gosh. Okay. Yep. And and women have cold hands. And the, the men I've had massages from, <laughs> it's just, you know, like, let me brand you with my fiery <laughs> palms. <laughs> I do Sounds have fiery like a- palms. You're right. They're very mm-hmm. warm. Sounds like a romance novel. Let me brand you with my fiery palm. <laughs> I, I please write that. Frown upon romance between the massage therapist and the client. <laughs> well, there was a Sex in the City, actually. No, I'm just kidding. Well, there was. And a Friends. Was. The and Friends episode, remember? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, many things on Pornhub, I'm sure. Oh, I was going <laughs> to skip all the low hanging, happy ending fruit, but apparently, since we're yeah. going for it now. Uh, um, All right. Christy. So my turn. Yes. Okay. My next one is mopeds. Um, <laughs> are <laughs> mopeds that popular? Well, oh, I mean, I don't know. So what happened is my um, first husband, he came home like we had just we just both went back to college and got our first student loan checks, and he said, "Oh no, look what I bought you!" <laughs> oh no. What? And I was like, oh, I didn't want that. And also, why are you spending all this money on a moped? And then he's like, no, I got you this. Try, you know, try it. Just drive around the neighborhood. Got on, maybe went about 25 feet and then said, nope, I'm done. I don't need this. And then he had a new moped. I had so, the same experience. I tried it once and I was like, mm, nope, it's awful. They're they're so dangerous. It's like... Mm-hmm. The scariness of having a bike, but you're on the street. And it has and a motor. It can go too fast. It's too fast. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that was my. Agreed. I'm just looking for the archival picture of Andrew Walsh on his scooter. <laughs> <laughs> no, please, no. <laughs> so I guess you shouldn't move to Italy? Yes. No Vespas. Yeah. I really, I mean, like, of course, I always wanted a Vespa because, you know, I was into ska music and that's like. <laughs> part of the whole culture what so so checkered ones a checkered one i wanted a checkered like vintage vespa but you just didn't want to drive it right i thought i wanted it (laughs) maybe if i lived in italy no i still wouldn't like it nope (laughs) well i can't find it so that's gonna be a a trip down memory lane for another day um I'm sure we it's I know it's the show picture of an old LRB. So maybe for maybe for TG 101, we can dust up that story. I mean, I don't think we need to. <laughs> and did you have any more come to you as we come back to you in the circle here? Or do you want to pass? No, that's all right. I'll, I'll pass. I enjoy reacting to yours. Well, uh, I mean, not yours, Bobby. I mean, <laughs> yours, everybody. <laughs> Right, so uh, or maybe my last... just like Bobby's stories. That's yeah. all. <laughs> Thank you, Anne. All I ever wanted somebody to listen to my stories. Uh, heaters, and by that I mean cigarettes. Um, I uh... who calls them heaters? You are eighty years old. <laughs> I've literally never heard that term, and I have there. smoked. <laughs> what? Well, I I wanted to keep it a little cryptic, so I went with one that I figured wouldn't land. Uh, I, when I was, I, I've told this story before, when I was eight years old, uh, eight or nine, I had a babysitting family, like this whole family just sort of handed me around to babysit me. And one of the, the teenage daughter had my, uh, you know, was taking care of me one afternoon and her and her 
idiot friends thought it would be funny to try to make me smoke a cigarette. Oh, my goodness. Oh, God. And so they gave me the cigarette, and they bullied me into trying it. And, of course, didn't give me any training on what the hell I was doing. So I inhaled and burned out my lungs as you do. child abuse. Yes, it is. I believe. uh, Yes, yes, it was child abuse. And the $2 an hour that they were making to watch me. Yes, so... uh, I burned out my lungs. I coughed and coughed and coughed, and it was absolutely terrible. But I tell you what, never smoked another fucking cigarette. <laughs> they actually did you a favor, probably. Exactly, right? Every eight-year-old should just have to do that. They're like, I don't like this. You know, I got to college and then would occasionally smoke a clove cigarette while I was drunk as a freshman. <laughs> That's the most freshman delicious. year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, you know, I say once every year or two, I'm good for a cigar. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I never uh, never smoked another, you know, cheap off-brand cigarette, which I'm sure that was. I'm sure that was like a cigarette a from the res. or something, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so when yeah. you smoke a cigar, does it taste good or is it more about the experience and the manliness of cigar smoking? There's I just... mean, it's a giant dick you're putting in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, well, what would Freud just, say about just that? The tip, right. Just the tip. If you're putting the whole thing in, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Uh, it, it uh, there's something about the. I mean, um, not according to Pornhub. <laughs> nothing should be according to Pornhub. <laughs> there's a certain um, sensation. Speaking of Pornhub, that uh, that you know, it's a combination of the flavor and the experience. It's almost like uh, you know, like a breathing exercise, but with tobacco, right? Uh, I don't know. There, there is something sort of calming about that process. I don't want to overthink it because then I'll want to go smoke a cigar. <laughs> like I, I, I could see why you I've cr- smoked a billion cigarettes and a few cigars, and I've hated every cigar. I don't get it. See, the thing about cigars, and I think because if you are like have smoked cigarettes, I like don't understand because the whole point with me with a cigarette or whatever is like the inhaling part of it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I enjoy that. I mean, I enjoy also like the act of smoking, but like <clears throat> the inhaling. And so when I've ever, I think I smoked like two cigars and I didn't understand, like I couldn't understand it. Cause I'm like, no, don't inhale. I'm like, but what's the point but if why? I'm not you don't inhale a cigar? No, no. I mean, some people do. They should. Uh, and I thought I was going to die. Like when I, because yeah. that's what I would do. And then I'm like, oh my but god. Even if you don't inhale it, so you, I would. Oh, I've never, I've never had a cigar when I was not drinking alcohol. So maybe that has something to do with it. But sure. even if I only had a little alcohol, I would wake up feeling like absolute garbage the next day, and I would, my mouth would taste like I licked the inside of a dumpster. <laughs> you know, like Ooh. it does something really terrible to your whole entire mouth, and it's just gross. Like you feel like you need to shower and scrub your mouth, and it's ugh, it's horrible. There is also definitely um, a disparity in quality of cigars. So yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah. we got actual cuban cigars when we were in aruba back before you could get cubans uh and so that was like oh wow there really is a quality difference in a in a Hmm. pretty good yeah i I I, certainly again this is i'm not here to defend cigar smoking (laughs) i know once every couple of years it sort of comes up cigar aficionado over here no that's just a magazine i subscribe other people to with my united point is that why i get that fucking thing in the mail Uh, so yeah, no, no cigarettes for me. So thank you, uh, Jackie Samuelson, for <laughs> <laughs> no, turning yep. you off. Wow. Yep. 
Well, speaking of horrible things, um, my first smartphone was an Android, <laughs> and I will never get another one. <laughs> it was such Same. a bad experience. It was so horrible, and it worked so badly. It was a Galaxy. It was a Samsung Galaxy S1, and after that, I was like, Samsung shouldn't even make phones. <laughs> <laughs> Samsung, stay in your lane. Hey, we were hey, just hey. discussing how That's Samsung another shouldn't episode. make refrigerators, <laughs> but I also believe they shouldn't make phones. It was was so bad and it worked just it just didn't work um and and this was probably because of early smartphone times but uh it really poisoned me against android and i get that it's like better or whatever and more full of viruses and stuff and that's great but um not for me uh i got an, an iphone after that and it's been iphone ever since and um they're gonna have to do something real serious to to earn my business back and i'm sure they're fine with that i didn't get that could you oh, try again God. <laughs> whoa well, somebody, <laughs> somebody was, was i leaned on my watch series <laughs> oh. <laughs> like stop talking about like androids are you no, serious like a yeah kind of phone yeah. <laughs> say it again tell me how bad android is <laughs> good timing series uh christy you've got six or seven more <laughs> oh i don't i don't need to do any more i like going out on the android because yeah. i agree <laughs> especially because i work for an app company so i know what a pain in the ass <laughs> they are and the shady things they're doing in the background that the other ones aren't so yeah. well you're telling me apple isn't shady not not in the same way Oh, let's in uh, their own uh, special way <laughs> yeah they're all <laughs> shady but i'm just saying like, yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Well, question of the week. Tell us uh, what did you not not what do, what don't you like? That would be that's too easy. What's your one and done? What is something you tried? So this is not a green eggs and ham situation or a potential <laughs> one. You tried it and then you said to yourself, "No, thank you." Not well, again. and that that's what I tell my kids about like certain foods or whatever. I'm like, "Listen, just try it. I don't like if you don't like it, that's fine. I'm not going to force you to eat something, but when you don't try it, it fucking yeah, pisses me try. off yeah, yeah. Yep. And you um, tried it and you didn't like it but it feels like everybody else did yes right is yes. the other component to that yeah, yeah. Mm, this is so good i love it so much you're stupid for not liking it yeah that's that's right um <laughs> okay moving on to tg recommends um i as always have to um, talk about something that I've been watching or reading or whatever. And I finally caught up with the white Lotus. Um, I know Christy's watched it. Yeah. You beat me to this. I was going to add it to the show. Um, I mean, do we have to recommend something that everybody has already seen? I know. I kind of just, sometimes I just want people to talk to me about it because (laughs) I, I want to talk about it. And I, yeah. Uh, but yesterday, I mean, yesterday, the a guy I work with, Casey, he, I was like, did you finish it? And he was like, no, not yet. And I was like, because I have to talk about one part. One, yes. Um, and then today he was like, I said, there's one part of the finale. And this is not like, ruin- I mean, a lot of things happen in the finale. And I was like, there's mm-hmm. one thing I need to talk about, which I want to talk about here, that I literally had to close my eyes. I was like, I uh, thought I was going to throw up. I like, mm-hmm. but it's anyway, it's something very unexpected that happened in the <laughs> Um, but it was interesting. I, at first I didn't know if I liked it. Yep. It doesn't fit. So I have a Slack channel with like old coworkers and we have like a thing where we recommend TV and movies or whatever. And I put 
White Lotus, everyone should watch it after the first or second. And they're like, well, is it a comedy? I'm like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. Is it a comedy? Is it a dark I, comedy? Is it yeah. a drama? I don't know. I mean, I will say, and this happens in the first mm, 10, 15 minutes of the first episode, you do see not real Steve Zahn's dick balls. and balls. So that's yeah. kind of fun and exciting. Um, and he looks good. He, he does look he, good. I mean, not as balls, but um, he, he <laughs> those are not better. his balls. No, those are not his balls. They don't move like balls. No. And stunt balls. <laughs> stunt balls. They for sure are. Yeah. I have seen, you know, a late forties balls and that's not what they, like. no. I mean, they, oh, they, 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 <laughs> it's fine, that's not what they look like. Um, no. Yeah. But he looks good. He looks like this. I mean, he looks, Oh, it's not like he looks the same and that you're like, Oh, he's frozen in time. Like something weird has no. happened here. He's so handsome. Yeah. He looks cute. And the whole time, like, so in it, he's married to Connie Britton. I'm like, I can't tell who I'm more jealous of. I know. I know <laughs> that they get to be like, on a bed naked kissing like <laughs> who am i most jealous of? and dave has like loves alexandra daddario he which mm-hmm. she has like a, a weirdly zero forehead but she is very pretty she just is one of those people that has like a super low um hairline and just like no forehead anyway mm-hmm. um i think he likes her because she has she's very thin with like big boobs but and um, those, those eyes and are like beautiful eyes like look. blue eyes but um it's interesting and it's a, i mean i like mike white i think he is kind of weird has a weird sense of humor and it is kind of skewering um white upper middle class or upper class people going to a native land it's interesting it's mm-hmm. i still kind of don't know what i think about it but it's interesting i like to talk about it with other people yeah. All right. Okay. Well, this is your show too, so please get involved at thisshowhaseverything.com is our website. You can send us your comments at throwyourphone.com. Please join our Facebook group. That's where we post our question of the week, and that's where we get your responses. Our show Twitter is at tshishow. You can send us an email at tshe at 10710.com. You can also record a voice memo on your phone and email it to us there. You can fax Bobby your butt at 617-354-853. Or your late 40s dick and balls. (laughs) (laughs) That's not necessary. Thank you. Please don't do that. Please. On Bobby's behalf, please don't do that. Uh, And uh, thank you for joining us. That was everything about things we don't like. (laughs) Things we tried that we didn't like. Things we tried and things we didn't like. Christy has definitely some more that make her Christy has a really long list. Maybe maybe that's our Patreon content. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Yeah, this one right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, mamas. Mamas, mamas. <laughs> Baby mamas, mamas. Yeah, go like this. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. Like having the boys come from her neighborhood to the studio trying to fight me. She need to get a piece of the American pie and take her bite out. That's my house. I disconnect the cable and turn the lights out and let her know her grandchild.
child is a baby and not a paycheck. Private school, daycare, shit, medical bills, I pay that. I love your mom and everything. See, I ain't the one who lay down. She wanna rip you up, start a custody war. My lawyer, stay down. She, she never got a chance to hear my side of the story. We was divided. She had fish fries and cookouts for my child's birthday. I ain't invited, despite it. I show her the utmost respect when I fall through. All you do is defend that lady when I call you. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. about it needs some knee pads it happened for a reason one can't be mad so know this know that everything's cool and yes i will be present on the first day of school and graduation sorry miss jackson My dick all in, I'm out. I'm talking about jealousy, infidelity, envy, cheating, beating, and the into the G, they be the same thing. But who you placing the blame on? You keep on singing that same song. Let bygones be bygones. You can go and get the hell on you and your mom. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Jackson. 